With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Happy Friday, everybody. You got your predictions ready for this weekend. It's going to be an awesome football showdown. Welcome to Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Kit Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Your ankle okay? Yeah, or do you need an excuse? No, 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 you can, I'll give you an excuse. LeBron, you got a bad ankle. Well, LeBron might take uh, off with really? yeah, that. Wait, wait, LeBron is always listed as questionable yeah. with a ankle. Man, man, 38. What do um, you expect? 38 plus kid age. <laughs> no, it is. Not, to me, not, it is. Not in pro sports. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's jump right in. We have so much to get to today. Let's start on the football field with these conference championships. Chiefs back to being one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. The Chiefs going to try and snap that three-game losing streak against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That, of course, goes back to last season. Shannon, who wins this one? Um, as much as I want to pick the Chiefs, I just can't because I just believe the Bengals are the better football team. And they've always found a way to create one turnover, gain a possession. Um, and so that's why I'm going to take them. And what concerns me the most about the Chiefs is their defense. Skip their second in sacks. But when you look at their defense, the 18th ranked in pass defense, 16th in points allowed, and their 31st in allowing red zone touchdowns. That's the second worst in the NFL. The one thing we know about the Bengals, they can move the ball offensively. And when you have a team like this, you have to hold them to threes and not sevens. And I just don't believe the, consistent, the, uh, the consistency of the Chiefs' defense have left a lot to be desired for me. I understand Chris Jones is formidable. Right now, he's the best D-tackle in football. Aaron Donald got injured. I like him. But can they generate the last two games? They've only gotten two sacks, one in each game. You've got to be able to put Joe Burrow on the ground. Mm. You've got to be able to get him off his mark, get him outside of the pocket. And plus, you have to be able to neutralize their run game. As bad as I want to pick my homes at home, <clears throat> and I don't think, I'm not going to use the ankle as an excuse, Skip, because I think his ankle will be fine enough for him to play and play well. I don't think he's going to be 100%, but hell, nobody at this stage of the season is 100%. I just, I just look at the Bengals and look at what they do offensively, defensively, and special teams. Um, I understand how tough it is to play in Arrowhead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Having played in that division for 12 years, played them in a playoff game, know it's going to be loud, it's going to be a raucous crowd. I just like the Bengals. I just think the Bengals have the better team. Not a better quarterback, not a better this or that. I think they have the better team. And with that being said, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to win a very tough, close, hard-fought ball game. Mm. Score, range, what, what do you got? Well, the, the one thing we know, Skip, it's always been a, what, a three-point ball game, a one-possession mm. ball game. Yep. So I'm going to go, I'll say the score be 30-27. 30 to 27. Yeah. So you are giving <clears throat> my homeboy 27 points yeah. at home. Yeah. Okay. I must admit, I am shocked by your prediction. Uh, all I've heard for the last four years coming from across the table is my home, my home, my home, my home, my home, my homeboy. Yes. Right? Yes. He's still and, that dude. And you did say <clears throat> earlier this week this could be his sort of crowning achievement if he could pull this one off. Correct. Are you sandbagging me? Or are you trying to set me up for, for a Monday fall? No. Will you come out and, and you've got me on the run? No. Is that, 
You Skip, know? You, when I say the Bengals, the Bengals have the fifth-best passing offense. They're seventh in points scored, fifth in red zone deep uh, touchdown, and the Bengals have the sixth, mm. uh, sixth in uh, points allowed. Mm. So, it's, Skip, I'm not, it's not like the Bengals don't deserve to be here. It's not like this, like, man, I don't understand how the Bengals got there. When you look at their body of work, you absolutely understand why they're there. Mm. It's, I, it, I think the, the shock to you is because you know what I feel about Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense. You know what I think about Kelsey, who I think has an opportunity to be the GOAT tight end when it's all said and done. But the totality of it, the team, offense, defense, special teams, it's just, it's just hard for me. I just can't pick with my, with my heart and say, okay, let's ride with the Chiefs mm. when I believe the Bengals are the better team. Even though Mahomes boy is at home, for the fifth straight AFC championship yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And even though Mahomes boy has lost all three of his games against Joe Burrow, so he's 0-3, and you're saying it's going to go 0-4? Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Wow, 0-4. Well, I mean, that's, that, that, that's hard. To, it's hard to beat a great quarterback four straight times when you're his sudden arch rival. When you right? have a better team, it's not that hard. Hmm. So are you saying that I was correct before the season when I picked the Bengals to win the AFC? Yeah, you picked the Bengals, and if the Bengals get that, you would absolutely be correct. Okay, but you're saying they're going to get that. Yes. So so you're you're validating my preseason prediction. But you had a lot of other preseason predictions that were wrong, like Tampa. Okay, I was wrong about Tampa. Just the Cowboys. As, just as you were wrong about the Rams and the Chargers. Well, you had the, the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship game. I that did. was the wrongest pick. And no, that they did everything <laughs> but win that game. No, they what, the, what game? The more I think about it, the more I look at the Cowboy game, they had 10 opportunities to win the game. They needed <laughs> one out of 10 to work. I needed my quarterback to make one throw to one wide open receiver, and I win the game. It was 19 to 12. I told you that Dak left. 24 points on the table, maximum, 12 on the table, minimum, and that would have been enough to win the game. I needed one throw to C.D. Lamb, one throw to Michael Gallup. I just needed Trevon Diggs to just catch one interception that hit him right in the hands, and we are having a whole different conversation because right now we would be talking about my Cowboys playing the Eagles because we were led this show with <laughs> Dallas at Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. Am God, I correct? God knew what he was doing. Okay. So I was very close. I was in position to be correct <laughs> about my prediction, right? You were in position. Okay. Huh? okay. You were not in position to be correct about either the no, Rams no. or the Chargers. I, and I, I had the I, Ravens at the second half. You, the second half of the season, you repicked the Ravens. But they got uh, – but. I, I, I'm going to give you that one because that was all about Lamar, yeah. start to finish. Yeah. It was a travesty what happened to him and to them, but they had a shot. Right. They had a real shot. They might have eliminated Joe Burrow, for all I know, because they got to play Joe Burrow in the first game at Cincinnati, first playoff game. Okay. Well, if Lamar had been healthy, they'd have been, been playing in Baltimore. You, you well could be right about that. Okay. So the ankle – to me, I'm going to invalidate as an excuse because you didn't think he would practice this week. He did practice. practice. According to them and him, right. he practiced. Yes. And according to him, and I don't know if he's just trying to, to sort of like pie in the sky it right. or silver lining it. Right. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like gloating about how he's way better than he thought he was going right. to be and that he practiced way better. I'm going to assume he moved around a little bit in practice. Mm-hmm. I know he threw a whole lot in practice, so he got to run the play. So it's not like he's behind the eight ball that he didn't get to do anything at all this right. week. It sounds like he did pretty much business as usual. Correct. He said there are some things he might not be able to do, but for the most part, he should be full go. Yeah. Okay, so are, are we, can we agree that come Monday – 
the ankle cannot be an excuse. No, unless he gets it rolled again. But as okay. a, going into the game, as of right now, no. Okay. So the the point is, you have always taught me as a Hall of Famer that if you go, if you step out there on the field, that's it. Yeah. Okay. If you play, you play. We have no more excuses. No. Right. Mm-mm. Okay. And you say he's going to get some medicine in there. He's Absolutely. Some, he'll get it shot up. And, of course. And, and the ankle, especially just the turned ankle, as long as you don't tear the ligament or fracture your ankle, mm-hmm. it's the one you can shoot and actually have some, some relief out you, of it. You yes. do get some relief, and and you can kind of forget about it for a while, at least for about three hours. You can forget about it. Okay, I just want to make sure because I'm I'm writing it off as no factor in this game. No. Now, let's flip it around to the other team. I believe that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's proving slowly but surely that he is better, and this is his optimal occasion to do it for a fourth time. And if he does it for a fourth time, I think everybody's going to have to sit back and say, okay, that's it. He's the guy. Or as he said last week at Buffalo, I'm him. Mm -hmm. He would be him as in the guy, as in the it kid and the the it player of this league, as in the face of this league. If you beat him at his place, a second straight AFC championship game, this is it for Joe Burrow to vault to the top to me because I, I don't know how you could what, – what, what more could he do at this point? Win a Super Bowl, win an MVP. Okay, well, but I'm saying in the AFC where all the quarterbacks live, right? right? Yeah. I, I keep telling you, I, I believe that, that Mahomes versus Josh Allen was actually always the undercard, that the, 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 the premier, the, the, right. the, the one that everybody's waiting for is Joe Burrow right. because he's the closest thing to Brady that I've seen of the young gun quarterbacks. So the point is – I think he is poised to go in there and do this with with an offensive line, and I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just telling you the straight facts. I don't even know if they're going to have one starter starting because when Kappa and Jonah Williams, they, they haven't practiced at all this week. I don't know what their status is. It's hard to keep up with their offensive line. It feels like they're down to five backups all the way across well, let me ask the ball. How did that makeshift line do against Buffalo last week on okay. the road? It has something to do with the quarterback getting rid of the ball quickly, which has been Brady's forte all along. Right. Obviously, you can sort of mix and match with his offensive line until he gets to be 45. But, again, th- their line was a shambles this year in Tampa Bay. But you wouldn't give Brady any break for that. You said it's all Brady's fault. Well, I don't know how Burrow keeps doing this. Because, because Burrow, Burrow looked down the barrel of the gun yeah, and he, still he, he keeps firing. Okay, he keeps firing. But it, it's, it's almost – miracles that he's making he is a magician because i don't know how you keep doing it because no team in this league can start five backup off i know what happens in dallas when we have one backup starting yeah. bad stuff starts but to Skip, you have to understand he has two number one receivers yep. t higgins and, and, and okay. jamar chase we know that so yeah. and hayden hurst is not a slouch at the tight no. end position so in his ability to get rid of the football their ability to get open get separation really really quick that bodes well and what can chase do Take the ball. We seen him last year in the first game they played Skip in Cincinnati last year. Yep. He took a five yard route, go hit his head on the goalpost. He did. So he can make spectacular plays. Yep. We know T. Higgins can make tough contested catches. We know Boyd is very, very reliable at the slot position. He's a bigger slot receiver. Yep. But he can make tough contested mm-hmm. catches. Yep. So with that being said, the offensive line just has to get in the way just long enough. But even with the makeshift line, Skip, they've only been able to sack him twice. In the championship game, they sacked him once, and in, last, in uh, uh, this year, in the regular season in Cincinnati, okay. they sacked him once. Okay. So you just made the case that the Chiefs were second in sacks. Yes. The Chiefs have 
a sack artist in Chris Jones. Yes. Like he's a force to me. Yes. And I'm not sure the Bengals can deal with him. I, I do think he's going to get to Joe Burrow because I remind you, last to. year everybody got to Joe yes. Burrow. He got sacked more than anybody during the regular season and by far more than anybody in the postseason last and year. And it didn't matter. And it didn't matter because he came within a throw of winning the Super Bowl. Yes. It's just who he is. He is him. I'm him. He is. He's, he's arriving right before your very eyes. Okay. And this is a showcase opportunity for yeah. him at Mahomes Boy, where they're playing their fifth straight AFC champ. That, that is, that's an achievement in and of itself for Patrick right. to, to go five straight at home. Yes. Again, he won two of them against Tennessee and uh, who was the other one they beat? Uh, but th- they, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. They beat Buffalo. Yeah, beat Tennessee and Buffalo. And obviously they have lost two home games right. to Brady and Burrow. Yes. Okay, no, no real right. shame in that. But the point is five straight. Okay, so in in the big picture here, you, you even have on defense, I, I do have respect for Kansas City's defense, and obviously Willie Gay, the linebacker, doesn't have a whole lot of respect for Cincinnati's offense because he's on the record. You know, what, what what scares you or what do you respect the most or whatever? He, he just said a flat-out nothing about their offense, and he mm-hmm. said they're going to come in. He, he's a pretty good player. He was a second-round yeah. pick out of Mississippi State. So, and, and he... He every time I watch, he's pretty good. Right. But he says they're going to come in and try to do to us what they did to us last year or even this year the, right. when they played at, at Cincinnati. They try to, as he said, big boy you. Well, they do. They, they will run it down your throat if you allow it. Right. Because both the running backs are physical. Yeah. And th- th- they both have athletic ability in the hole. They, they yeah. can make you miss and run yeah. through you. And both of them can catch the ball yeah. out of the backfield really yeah. well. They don't have a problem throwing the ball, especially on the screens. Yeah. To say uh, P. Ryan because he's such a load to get down once he gets ahead of steam. Yeah. But the problem that they present, Skip, is that if you play a light box, they'll run it on you. And then when you drop the safety down, now that means you're going one on one with Higgins and Chase yeah. outside. Okay. Is that what you really want, Skip? Because think about it. Look at look at the guys they got playing. I understand you said Sneed, but Sneed mainly is the slot corner. Yeah, but he's really good at yeah. what he does, and he is a great blitzer. But he, so I, I figure they'll get Burrow maybe four times. I, I he'll be on his back four different times, but as long as he clings to the football, because he doesn't, he's not a sack fumbler. Right. So if he hangs on to the football, I think you just keep overcoming that because that's what he does. Right. Okay. So then it, th- then the onus is back on your team, my homeboy, and let's see what happened in the AFC Championship game a year ago. Remember. They jumped out to a lead. They led 21 to 10 at halftime, right. and they got outscored 17 to 3 in the second half and overtime. So Mahomes boy at home last year with no ankle issue at all, he scored three total points in two quarters and an overtime. Right. Okay, so how did that happen? Let's see what happened in the third quarter because this was the turning point in reopening he threw a the bad, door. A very bad you know, interception. It was just a bad idea, and B.J. Hill got his hands up. He sort of double-clutched it, if we could see it again. He thinks, he thinks, and he double clutches, and he tries to force well, it. But even if he didn't, yep. uh, what you call him? Uh, Henderson's going to pick it. Yep. Skip, look at, it yeah. Even if he sitting, doesn't, Henderson's going to pick sitting. it. He's, he's jumping for the ball. Yeah. Already. Okay. So the ball gets tipped up, and BJ not only tips it, but catches it. And now all of a sudden, wait a second. Here we go. You got a ball. And they game. take it right home and go for two and, and make Get the it. two, and it's 21 to 21. Okay. Now we get to overtime. No, it's 21 18. What, I it, think, was tw- it was 21 uh, to 10, 21 18. Okay, right. but, but no, they'd already scored. They'd scored oh, a okay, field goal. Okay, so okay, so yes, that yes, tied it yes, that, yes, after yes, this play. Yes. But that was the turning point where you said, wait a second. Right. 
Cincinnati is right back in this game, yes. so that ties the score. Okay. okay, so we go to overtime, and it's the classic example of Kansas City wins the toss, takes the football, obviously, and usually in this case, it's it's the rule that got changed where you, you need both teams to get a chance, that's right? That's football, yes. Okay, so let's see what Patrick did. He had the first three plays. This is the first three plays of overtime. He throws it to Robinson, and that's a bad throw Red high, point. although I think he was afraid that it might get picked. And then second and ten. Same way. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Well, Pinderson. This second and ten, and that, no, that no, almost, almost got picked. picked right there. That That's a terrible throw. Second and ten. Woo! Oh, it almost got picked. Sixth, and, and okay, now we go to third. But you can tell the way he's throwing the ball, he's yep. lacking confidence. You yep. can tell the way third he's throwing and 10, it. Third and ten, third and ten. I'm forcing this one up. Jesse Bates gets a hand on it. Von Bell catches it on the deflection. And now the tide has turned. We'll see it one more time. So he makes three poor throws, certainly by his standards, right. in overtime that open the door for yes. Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow ends up hitting T. Higgins for eight, T. Higgins for nine, and they start mixing in Joe Mixon and mix, 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 Mixon, and they field just go right, right on down, and they can't stop them, and they end up with a walk-off field goal, mm-hmm. short field goal. And so that was that. Okay, so to me, you can already see it coming that Joe Burrow has elevated himself above Patrick because Joe Burrow doesn't do that at the end of games. He has been very clutch at the end of games. But it's just like Brady clutch. It's not spectacular clutch. It's not like a walk-off 60-yard bomb clutch. It's, it's not like combine clutch where, you, where you're throwing the ball out of the stadium kind of clutch. Mm-hmm. It's just methodically clutch. Mm-hmm. He just keeps making the correct throw to the correct receiver at the correct time with the correct pass that hits him right in the hands and he catches it. So th- I think that we're going to see more of the same in this game. I'm going to say they score exactly what they scored last year, 27. I'm going to go Kansas City 21 just because I do have looming, growing respect for the Cincinnati defense. It's a big play defense. Yeah. And I think Patrick will be 95% of Patrick, and I think he's still going to have a hard enough time that they will hold them to 21 at Kansas City. So I'm going to go 27 to 21 visiting team. Well, they're definitely going to have to, Skip, I think they're going to have to do what they did last week against Jacksonville, which is run the football. Pacheco, McKinnon, I don't know how much uh, Edward Allaire is going to factor in, but they're going to need to run the football because they're going to have to keep them honest. You cannot let Hendrickson, you cannot let Hubbard just constantly uh, uh, bombard your quarterback. And they do a great job of collapsing the pocket, and then you got Reader pushing the pocket from inside. So you're going to have to run the football to keep them honest. And I believe you can run the football, and that's what Cincinnati can do really well. They can run the football with Mixon. They can run the ball with P. Ryan. And not get into a situation where Joe Burrow is just dropping back, throwing the football, although he's more than capable considering the weapons that he have outside. Yep. So with that, I, I think it's going to be a close ball game. It's always a close ball game. And turnovers play a huge factor. The question is, can Cincinnati force the Bengals to give them a turnover late and steal a possession? Or does Cincinnati do what it always does, mm. get, a, get a turnover from them and steal a possession? Because remember, it was last year, it was uh, this year, Skip, um, Kelsey had the first down. He's going, and they keep, they keep, and boop, they open the the door. Yep, I agree. Speaking of McKinnon, excuse me, McKinnon, McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon, he did make one X-factor point to me that I'm fascinated to watch unfold. Because of Patrick's ankle, does that, as he said, inspire us? He said they're, they're very inspired that Patrick's been out of practice and looking like Patrick. 
So when you've lost to one quarterback three straight times, to one team three right. straight times, uh-huh. are you suddenly as the quote-unquote home underdog, which they They're not, they, they have been, but but again, effectively they are because it's I think it's around a point. Point and a half point, now. Point and a half. Okay, so point and a half. But you usually get three for home Correct. field. So they are probably considering themselves a home underdog mm-hmm. in their minds. Is there an inspiration factor just because Mahomes sucked it up and played obviously against Jacksonville in the second half, and he's really sucking it up to play full force, full speed this time. Right. So again, is are, are they going to be as he McKinnon says inspired by this? Well, that's what you got going for you. At the end of the day, you can be inspired, Skip, but if the team is just better, and I think you look, if, if I, I still believe Mahomes is the best quarterback, but it's not like it's not like the Grand Canyon gap. Yeah. Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback. If you put him at number two, Skip, I'm not going to debate you and say you're wrong. So the gap is really close. And then you look at the wide receivers, you look at the running back. I think Kansas City has a better offensive line, but the running back, I'll say Cincinnati. Yeah. I'll say the skill positions. I, I'm going to say even with Kelsey, I'm still going to say I believe Cincinnati because you have Chase and you have Higgins. Yeah. And uh, Hayden Hurst. Skip, Hayden Hurst was really good. I remember he was in Baltimore. Yep. Now, he didn't, he, it didn't pan out for him. I think he ended up going to Atlanta. I think he went to Atlanta after he left Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe. No, yeah. he did. No, he did. Yep, Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, de- the defense, Skip, the defenses, I think, were the difference. 16 points allowed. They're very good in the red zone. Yep. Okay, here's the biggest picture on Joe Burrow. Think about what he's accomplished in a, a relatively short time. So he's... This is the biggest mistake the Ohio State ever made in its football history, letting him go because he couldn't he hack couldn't, it there. He couldn't, couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't beat out Hackens. He okay. couldn't beat out Barrett. It's, it's, not a, it's not a knock on them. It's like Justin Fields. I know, but can't you see it? Can't no. You, if, if you have him there, can't you see what he is? Or is he too understated as a player to catch your eye? It, it, is what he does not quickly apparent in practice? Mm-hmm. How effective he is. I, I think sometimes we've seen that skill where guys are not the starter, and then all of a sudden they go somewhere else, and you're like, well, hold on. Why did – it's kind of like Justin Fields. Jake Fromm? Okay. Really? Jake Fromm? Right. If I'm not mistaken, Jake – People do make mistakes. Yeah. These coaches do make mistakes. Exactly. Right? And so maybe they made a mistake. Okay, so obviously he goes in his second year at LSU. You know what happens. Against my Sooners in the semifinal – he throws for 493 and seven touchdowns with no interceptions and runs for a touchdown against Jalen Hurts and company. Again, Lincoln Riley plays. They never have any defense, but that was pretty predictable, and it was a complete and utter route. What was it, like 63 to 29, 63 to 29. And then, remember, in the championship game, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence on right. the other side, and he throws for 463, five touchdowns and no interceptions and runs for a touchdown. Right. Well, how can you get much better than those two games? You and you remember what he did to Georgia in the SEC championship game? He, he threw for three, okay. three something. And, and, and he went to Alabama and threw a big party yeah. there, okay, yeah. in Tuscaloosa. Okay, so he does that. Then he goes to the 2-14 and 14 Bengals because that's how they had the first overall pick. Right. He gets hurt in his rookie year, and he, I think he went 2-7-1 and one for the team that was the worst team in the league. And then he bounces back in his second year, and guess what he does? Take him to the Super Bowl. He took him to a Super Bowl. He went through Mahomes to the Super Bowl. He came with, yeah, came within a throw, went in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And here he is in year number three, and look at him now. Yeah. He is poised to become the face of this league this weekend. Uh, I don't think so, Skip. Yeah. Here we go. Well, let's see how it feels on Monday. Don't feel the same. Yeah. 
Because, you know, in two it's weeks. It's going to be a fantastic showdown. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You almost feel like whoever has the ball last. Yeah. All right, guys. We could talk about that matchup all morning, but we've got to get to some other news. We've got a coaching hire. What impact will the latest Panthers coaching decision have? Plus, will the Niners or Eagles represent mm. the NFC in the Super Bowl, guys? Got to get your predictions on that one in just a moment. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. The Panthers have decided to move on from interim coach Steve Wilkes after they agreed to terms with Frank Reich yesterday. Wilkes went 6-6 six and six this season as Carolina's interim coach. Players loved him. I had that team several times. Shannon, what's your reaction? Disappointing. Disappointed. But not surprised. Um, you look at Steve Wilkes, Skip. He took a 1-14 after they traded their best player yep. and had them in playoff contention. He, he went 6-6. Six and six. Matt Rule never had a six-win season. He went 5-11, and 5-12, and 12, and he started off 1-4, and four, and Steve Wilkes filled in and did a very, very good job. And I know what David Tepper said, he would give the, uh, uh, Steve Wilkes consideration, but I don't believe he did. Mm. I do not believe this man gave Steve Wilkes ad- adequate head coaching consideration. Considering the fan base loved him, they wanted him back, the players spoke glowingly about how he turned the situation around, mm-hmm. and he did that without their best player. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, hey, Frank Wright got the job. Uh, bless Frank Wright. Um, I don't really know him. I know of him. I was in the league when he played Skip. He was a backup in Buffalo. Yep. So, but I don't really know a whole lot about him outside of that. But I don't really believe Steve Wills got a fair chance. I think he was very – I think he's deserving of another opportunity to get a head coaching job because I don't think he got a fair chance in uh, Arizona. They, 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 Josh, they draft Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown. And mm-hmm. – one, one year, he's gone. And it seems to be that they're just held to a different uh, a standard and they don't get opportunities. Uh, the opportunities are not as frequently, mm. as frequent, excuse me, as frequent as the other guys. And then they just keep moving the goalposts. One year, Skip, we want somebody to call plays. Can you tell me the time Nick Sirianni ever called plays when he was in Indy under Frank Wright? No. Matt Nagy never called a play. Mm-mm. 
But seem like, uh, well, well uh, uh, EB doesn't call the plays. I just believe Steve Wilkes. And I love his classic response about the sun rose through the grace of God. So did he. But hopefully he'll get another opportunity. Um, but Skip, this was a sham. He wasn't getting, he didn't get no fair, he didn't get no fair consideration for this job. To turn a team, Skip, you know how it is to turn a team around to go one and four, mm-hmm. and then they trade the best player. He did that. He did that. And I don't think anybody thinks that um Sam Darnold is, is a, a life-altering quarterback. Nope. It's just it's sad. You know what? Not only is it sad, but you said you're not surprised. I, I got to tell you, I'm just dumbstruck over this one. I, I am. I'm shocked over this one because I thought this would be a done deal. This is the most blatant, egregious of all of the disrespect played mm-hmm. to black coaches by this league. Because to your point, you, you want to talk about miracle worker. You turn that team around after they send Christian McCaffrey, their best player, to San Francisco and look like they were just conceding the rest of the year. Yep. And all of a sudden, the whole team galvanizes around you. What drove the team? It was a defense that did have some talent on it, but it needed somebody in charge to, to take command of the show. And he took command. You could just see it on the sideline. I, I would watch him on the sideline. I get vibes from the way, you, mm-hmm. like we talk about D'Amico Ryan's. You can just watch him coach up his defense. Right. And you can you just feel the aura from him just emanating across the, the defense out on the football yes. field. They are inspired by him. Yes. This team was inspired by Steve Wilkes because it felt like you, you could just you, – you got the sense from the whole collective group that they had a real football coach yeah. coaching them. Yes, yes. Somebody in charge who deserved to be in charge. Matt Rule was a college coach. Somebody they respected. Yeah, the, the, there was no respect for you, Matt you, Rule. You hear how they talk no. about him, Skip? I, I got it. That, they did. That's why I thought, come on. You, I don't care whether you like this man or not. You should go forward with this man because he's going to win you a whole bunch right. of football games. I, I was looking for the quotes that they said about all these players. I don't remember them saying anything glowing about Matt Rule when he no, left. No. <laughs> you, I, well, they wouldn't. Okay. So what happened? They run into Tom Brady, and he plays his game of the year by far, by, by far, far by like far. by far, times yes. 10 yes. maybe. All the marbles got pushed to the middle. All the chips were on the table. And yet, let's look carefully at what happened in that game with Sam Darnold as the opposing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait a second. Steve Wilkes' team jumps up 14 to nothing. They lead 14 to 10 through three quarters of that game. And then they expand it to 21 to 10 early in the fourth quarter, and they still lead 21 to 16 fairly late in the game. My point is they seemed in control of the game the whole way until Brady finally did what he's done a thousand times. I got this. And he, as you know, he hits Mike Evans three huge times. Mm -hmm. You can argue with the the defensive call maybe or the the, the way the defense was played, whatever. Brady just kind of finally did, this is me. I'm still Tom Brady in this game. Shameful loss by Steve Wilkes? I think no. not. I, you competed at the highest level. You came very, very close to playing a playoff game coming from one and four. Right. It's just hard to do. It's well, I used to talk about Tim Tebow took the one and four Broncos. Well, this is Tebow-esque, except Steve Wilkes is a much more reserved man than Tim Tebow, so he doesn't have all that thunder and lightning right. going on around him. Mm-hmm. He's quiet. He's resolute. He's a commanding officer. Right. 
That's what he well, is. Kim, I, and, you, and you said, okay, Tim Tebow took a 1-14, yep. got him to 8-8, eight eight, won the division. Yep. And they said, okay, we got Peyton Manning coming in. Well, if you hire Sean Payton, Skip, I look, okay, I, I still, I hey, Steve, I want you, bro. Because like I said, Skip, he was the head coach of Savannah State, so I know him a little bit. I ain't got no problem. You hire Sean Payton? Yep. Skip, what I'm going to say? Come on, bro. You ain't hire Sean Payton. You didn't hire Belichick. You didn't hire Andy Reid. Frank Reich got fired just this season, earlier this season, in Indy because his team fell to the very bottom in offense. Yeah. They were dead last yeah. in offense. Yeah. And then when he yanked Matt Ryan in place of Sam Ellinger, the owner up there just said, okay, that's enough. And I believe if you look at it talent for talent, I believe Andy had more talent than Carolina. You when you look case. at offense and defense. You can make that case. I, I would agree with that. So I'm wondering – what is going on in that locker room today? Because they cannot be happy with this. No. And, and it's, again, we're not disrespecting Frank Reich. It's just all about Steve Wilkes. So help me out. At, at what point do the players not rise up and stand up and say no? Because th this, this is a situation, I, I, and forgive me if I'm going too far here, but th this is like a boycott situation where I'd like to see them say, no, we, we, we don't want to play. We, we refuse. As a team, we have voted not to play next year or right. whatever it is. I know we're talking about everybody's money right. Right. on the table, but it, wouldn't you like to see some form of protest here where you stand up as a football team and say, this is not acceptable to us. Kim, if you look at the star players on the defense, Derek Brown said, if you ask anybody in this locker room, we want Steve Wilkes to be our next head coach. Okay. For us to be able to have Coach Wilkes next year next year, and finally have some stability around here. Yep. J.C. Horn uh, retweeted, which yep. Shaq Thompson said, we ride with Coach Wilkes. He came in here a true alpha, true leader. Guys follow him. He's done amazing. Look what he's been going through. Sam Donald even, you know, hey, I would welcome the opportunity to, for uh, Coach Wilkes to come back. It seems to me that David Tepper disregarded anything that the guys in the locker room wanted yep. and went with what he wanted. And at the end of the day, Skip, that's what it comes down to. You know, you can have the Rooney rule and, the NFL and, and, and Commissioner Goodell says, guys, I really would like for these owners to take a harder look at minority coaches and candidates. At the end of the day, Skip, who name on the bottom of that check? Okay. Okay, now I get to the quotes from Tony Dungy, who tried to put this in perspective, and you can accuse Tony, if you must, of being a little too objective and a little too reasonable and rational here, as he always is. Mm -hmm. But he did say it's disappointing because I thought Steve did an outstanding job. But he, he goes on to say, but you have to understand owners. He's building a franchise. He's building it on what he's looking for. He was looking to take advantage of offensive expertise. Frank has got that. He's developed some great offenses and great quarterbacks. David Tepper seems to be looking for that offensive energy, and Frank has that. Okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. What did you just yep. say earlier? Okay. So was he an offensive guy in Indy when he was last in offense? Was, 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 so what was he then? Was he a mechanical engineer? I or maybe know. he was the air, air, air traffic control? Yep. He is – highly regarded as an offensive mind around the league. But I think in part that also emanates from the fact that he's a good guy and people like him because he's a good guy. So Skip, he ain't Kyle Shanahan. No, no, he's not. I agree. And he did win the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator yes. for Nick Foles. Right. But, but I think we see in Jacksonville who runs the offense. Doesn't Doug yeah. Peterson want, run the offense? Yeah, I believe Dougie P called that. Okay. He happened to be – I'm not saying that he didn't call – but Dougie P called that yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. So they had decent offenses in Indy, but 
that they weren't, we weren't, uh, yeah. we never raved about it no. in here, right? No, we okay. did not. Wow. Okay. So if you told me that Steve Wilkes had been retained as the head coach and Frank Reich had been hired as the offensive coordinator, I, I'd be pretty right. impressed. You, you might have a right. pretty good one-two punch there, right? Yes. But, but how can you take Steve Wilkes out of an equation that worked at the highest level against all odds? Yeah. I don't know. So in the big picture, it's like, here we go again. I, I don't know. It, it's gone from bad to worse. Yeah. And in this case, it's once again, it, doesn't it just reek of, smack of, that they did, they said they interviewed nine candidates. Don't you think that David Tepper just hit it off with good old Frank Wright? Of course and, he did. And it's like, well, yeah, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to have him as my partner going forward here because we, we have a good relationship. We have a good connection here because he's like me, right? Mm-hmm. We, we can have beer and nachos like Jerry and Mike <laughs> McCarthy do, and we're going to yeah. talk about that in a few minutes. Right. So that, that's what it boils down to is interpersonal relationships. Correct. With a bunch of white owners and a bunch of white coaches. And here we go again in a league that is, what do we say, 70? At least 70%, maybe 75. Black. Okay, there we go. I, I don't know. I can't defend it for one second. No. I can't honor it for one second. Right. I can't abide it. It just keeps on keeping on. And it's, th- this was the, the saddest situation of all because now you, you had a coach, like a lot of times with D'Amico Ryans, I always say this about coordinators. I don't know if a coordinator can head coach because he, he's never been a head coach before. Correct. I don't care what color he is. Right. I don't know for a fact. Right. And I've known a whole bunch of assistant coaches who were much better coordinating than they yes. were running a franchise. Yes, right? absolutely. We all do. Yes. Okay. We know a whole bunch of them, and they've made a bunch of mistakes here. But in this case, I know I, I saw it with my own eyes, right. and I didn't see it for two games. I saw it for 12 games. Right. I saw that team. Was that team not ready to play Tampa? Every, right? every, okay. every week they okay. played hard. Okay, so we saw it right before. He proved yes. his medal yeah. as, he, as I, the head coach. I think, Skip, in these 12 games, I think he proved he deserved another opportunity to be a head okay, coach. Okay, well, there. Okay, please, somebody. You know, you know what I would love to see is Steve Wilkes go somewhere with another job and go places yeah. and, and watch Carolina flounder, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean – it's just, it's just disappointing, Skip. I mean, I, I, I wish I could say, man, man, I really, no. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just, I, it just, I just never felt that he was going to get a fair shake to be the head coach at Carolina. Mm. Here we go again. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up, guys, because he is so well respected across the yep. league. All right, let's turn to the 49ers and Eagles matchup this weekend. Ooh, that one's going to be good. Mm. A classic clash Sunday in the NFC Championship game, and it's here on Fox. Philly remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Fox Red Sportsbook. After Depot Samuel doubted how loud Philly fans will be, Nick Sirianni told Eagles fans yesterday to, quote, be you. It's on. Shannon, who wins this one? This game is really evenly matched, Skip. Yep. Because if you look at it, the only place that I can say the Eagles have a definitive advantage is at the quarterback. Offensive line, running game, skill position players, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, yep. Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, the running backs with C-Mac and, 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 and uh, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I think it's a push. Defensive line, I mean, you look at the defenses, Skip, Fred Warner and Bosa and Armstead. Might give a slight edge to the, uh, the secondary of the Eagles. But as far as D-line and linebackers, I think that's a push. The only advantage that I give 
is uh, uh, Jalen Hurts over Purdy, mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a that's a stretch, and I don't think I'm breaking news to anyone. But I just gotta, and, and, and maybe it's because I know Kyle. Maybe it's because I want this to happen. And by but the way, you watch Kyle grow watch, up. I watch you grow up. I've been, I've been, I've been knowing how if Kyle's forty-two, I've been knowing him probably since he was ten. Okay. Or Eleven. And his father was his, my, was my head coach. He was my offensive coordinator first because when I yep. first got there, he was the offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, well, he, actually, he was the quarterbacks coach. Uh, yep. Chan Gailey was the offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, I, and I think I, I'm gonna take the 49ers skip in a very close ball game. I love what D'Amico Ryan is doing. Those guys play so extremely hard for him. I know he's going to have a plan because the one thing you plan for is you got to have a plan for Jalen Hurts' legs. And I don't think he's going to make the mistake that the Minnesota Vikings made when dealing with Daniel Jones. It let him constantly kill you picking up first downs with his legs. You have to account for him. You almost treat him like when he drops back the pass, guys, you got to stay in your lanes. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times, Skip, you can get away with it, like get out of your lane, and you can still get back there and get him. You can't take that kind of opportunity with the Jalen Hurts, guys that dynamic with their legs. And so I think they come up with a great game plan. They neutralize Jalen Hurts' legs. They make him throw the football yep. uh, uh, from the pocket. And I'm going to take the 49ers in a very, very close ball game. I'm going to say 49ers, I'll say 23-20. 23-20. I'm going to go a little lower score than you. Okay. Because this is going to be an old school <laughs> headbangers ball. Yeah. That's what we got going on yeah. here because some heads are going to get banged in this one. And yeah. I, I hope there aren't any concussions, but but some blows are going to get struck in this game. I'm going to go lower scoring, but I'm going to flip the score. I say the Eagles prevail 19 to 16. Okay. And intriguing is your breakdown because the truth is, if I go position group by group, all the way across the ball, I give San Francisco a slight edge just about everywhere except maybe the offensive lines. And I think San Francisco is very good. Yeah, yeah. But but maybe it's a tiny edge right. to Philly, just, right. just a tiny. Yeah. But everywhere else, I give a slight edge to 49ers mm-hmm. until I get to quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> I've never seen anything in my career like Brock Purdy. He is not only defying the odds, he is shattering the mold of what a rookie quarterback can do because he's won seven straight games, and he's not doing it as a game manager. Right. Kyle has unleashed him. Well, Skip, if, 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 let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, if Kyle was doing this with a, a, a rookie quarterback and he was a first-round pick, you wouldn't be surprised. You're like, well, hell, he was a first-round pick. Skip, the guy was the last pick in the draft. The guy was a seventh, He's won two playoff games with a seventh-round quarterback. The last pick in the seventh <laughs> round. Again, you were a seventh-round pick. Yeah, you know, but they had 12 I, rounds back then. Yeah, forgive me. I was going to do the math on this, and I didn't. But how many times what, – what's the total number of picks? I don't know. We, we'll figure this out later. In the I think that they, they were two, with compensatories now. I think there was like 262. I think he might have been okay. two. Okay. Because it used to be 255. Okay, 262. So 261 players got picked ahead of yeah. him. And look at him now. Right. He's one step from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's probably going to win offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. All right. He is surrounded by a really, really good supporting cast. Yes. He is coached by a really, really good head coach. He is. His defensive coordinator is really, really good, and his defense has his back really, really hugely. Yes. So we get all the you, – you can't, you, you can't hand a kid a, a, a better new right. toy than right. this one because yes. this, is a, this yeah. is the best toy on the, yeah. in the, the whole mm-hmm. building. 
So the point is, it's not Brady in 2001 where you you just kind of conservatively let's take our check downs, right. let's do this. You know, well, that was Brady's second year. Yeah, but I'm saying he yeah. that's this is a raw rookie. Raw rookie. Starting. At, raw least, rookie. at least Brady got to sit there and watch Drew Bledsoe. Yes, absolutely. Sort of, yes, by osmosis, just right. sort of soak it in. Yeah. Oh, this is how you do it right. at this level. And he was pretty ready to go when he got his chance in the mm-hmm. third game of the year. Right. And he never looked back. Right. But even down the stretch, even in that snow job of a <laughs> tuck rule game, he made a lot of nice. It was snow on cats and dogs because I was there. But 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 he he didn't make any sensational throws. He just kept making throws that, that that won the game. But Vinatieri made some snow kicks. That yeah, were that forty eight yard, that bomb kick yeah, that he I, made. I don't know. He did it, yeah. but, okay, but he did. He it. did that. And even in the Super Bowl. Brady wasn't spectacular, but down the stretch, as John Madden sitting up in the press box on live TV saying, check it out. You guys got to play, play for overtime. Nope. He completes five straight passes, and you know what happened. Right. It was a 49-yard walk-off field goal. This is the opposite of Tom Brady. This is unleashed where you give him the keys to the Maserati, not not to the beat-up old car that you can start in, you know, that, that most of us get when we're 16, right. where if you crash it, it doesn't really matter right. because it's already been crashed. Yeah, down, you don't pass it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this is a gleaming Maserati here and floorboard it. Yeah. Just, if you feel like it, just put the pedal to the metal. And he does. And against my team, he made a throw to Kittle, who was, I think, the fourth option on the play because he roamed way wide left. Right, he right. read, read, read. I think I'll fling it to him. And Kittle plays a one-man tip drill, yeah. and you know the rest of the story. And that was the play of the game. Yeah. Okay, all that said, I keep saying this. I've just been watching this game, studying this game for too long. He's going to hit the wall because everybody does because he is human. And I watched him at Iowa State, and he hit the wall a lot of times at Iowa State because he's only so good. Right. He's pretty good, and I love his competitive nature. He is a battler. He will fight you to the death. But in the end, he doesn't have the biggest arm. No. And in the end, he lost a bunch of games at Iowa State where he would lose some confidence and some poise. And so, But, but he wasn't surrounded by, by yeah, this much, yeah, exa- right? Exa- okay. Exactly. We got it. But he played on a lot of big stages at Oklahoma and Texas and mm-hmm. even against the Baylors of the world right. at that point. They were big games. So he, he's a very experienced, quote-unquote, big-game quarterback, but he ain't experienced this. No. This is this stadium in this town against that fandom that has basically been called out, and we'll, we'll see how they respond. But it's going to be – way louder than he's ever experienced, even though he did win the game at Seattle. The question is, Skip, it's kind of like what Ben Roethlisberger had. They had a dynamic running yeah. game with, with the bus, mm-hmm. had a dominant offensive line, yeah. they had skilled skill players. Uh, I think Plexico was still there. I think Heinz Ward was still there. Antoine randall was still there. So, the, And you know the Steelers always could play defense. What the Patriots were able to do in the championship game was get a couple of turnovers from Ben because yep. he had never been there. They never showed him something there. that he hadn't seen. Right. The question is, if I show you something you haven't seen, yep. can you still protect the ball? Okay. Or if I get to you, if I, if I, if I uh, 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 mess your scheme up and I'm able to get a free rusher, if I hit you, can you hold on to the ball? We'll find that, out. That's the question. Because he's going to get hit in this game. He's going to get hit, yep. and they're going to show him something that he hasn't seen on tape. Yep. The question is, do you dirt the ball, do you throw it over the head, or do you try to force something and you turn the ball over? Okay. I'm going to show you a play from last Sunday's game. 
game I still haven't recovered from. This is the kind of play that Philly is going to have to make because he's going to give you two or three opportunities to make this play. If we could see the ball that got deflected to Ron Diggs, this ball is tipped and it hits Diggs right in the hands. I, I don't know how it's tipped. I, I mean, look, look at that. How, this, this is my ultimate ball hawk, and it goes right. right through his hands and hits him in the stomach. Am I right? Yes. I mean, how, how can you not catch that? when all he does is catch passes because he was a receiver before he was a cornerback. This is the kind of play, you, again, it got redirected, yeah. so you're not ready for it. I right. got that. <laughs> but, but he's about as quick and instinctive right. as you can get. I just think Shannon Sharp catches that ball, even if it gets tipped. And sometimes, Skip, that's what it comes down to. You okay. look at Fred Warner. Fred Warner passes get tipped. Okay. He held on to it. Trayvon on. did not. And, and sometimes okay. that's winning and losing a ball okay. game. Opportunity okay. presents itself. Okay. That opportunity will get presented the Eagles. They have to catch the football because I think the kid is capable of giving them three turnovers. But I thought that's what my team would do right. because my team led the world in takeaways right. two straight years. And I thought, okay, he'll give us chances. He only gave us one chance. Yeah. And your quarterback led the world in giveaways. He, he did, and he gave it. Yeah, and that, that it, one, yeah. See, so you kept talking about old Purdy, but you forgot to talk about old, old Prescott. Okay. Thank you for bringing it up. Now we <laughs> flip. The, let's flip the script this Sunday to the Jaylen. other quarterback. I'm his biggest fan. I don't like the Eagles, but I do believe in their quarterback. Okay. I haven't liked the Eagles since I was 10 years old, but I, 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 I'm, over, I'm, I'm rising above that, that hate for the Eagles to Jalen Hurts. He, he is him in Philadelphia. He has changed the fate of that franchise. I first guessed it the moment he was drafted. I said, they stole him, and look at them now. He is the ultimate leader. He's a big game, big play playmaker where he'll just make a play. It may not be the most sensational play, but he will make the plays that need to right. get made here. This game ultimately will be about imposing your will on oh, the yeah. other team. Oh, That's yeah. what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Physically imposing your will. And I believe in the end, he will impose his on a, an extraordinary defense. They are really good on defense, well, but he will make a few plays that will win this game. If I'm Demico Ryan, he's going yeah. to pose his, pose his will with his arm. Okay, I'm not going to let him beat with my legs with his leg skill because I, I believe that's that's the thing. Those 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 third down where he picking up with the run. I'm going to make Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Skip, if Jalen Hurts throws for 350 yeah. and three touchdowns, Skip, I walk to the center field and shake your hand and say, okay. "Good luck, son." All right. What happened when my Cowboys played on that Sunday night at Philadelphia? I had my backup quarterback. Yeah. He had won four straight games. This was his fifth start of the mm -hmm. year. He looked pretty good in those right. four games. He got off to a shaky start because it's hard to play there. And yet, when he finally settled in, here he came, and he scored 17 unanswered. And all of a sudden, he got it to 20-17 to 17 early in the fourth quarter. So lots of time left in the game. Yeah. And what did Jalen Hurts do? He got the ball back, and on three straight third downs, it was Jalen Hurts, who converted, because yeah. he converted twice with his legs and once on a, an option play where he pitched it to gain well, and right. he got it. Right. Okay? So he, it's hard to stop him because it's not that he's going to scramble the way Lamar does and right. hurt you, but he's going to run. We got their diagram run for they, they just diagram these runs, and he is an artist with right. the football, and he will make you make choices 
it's the skip, it's the it's the 245 to 270 in which he throws for, and then he kills you with the 75 yeah. to 80 yards rushing. Yeah, he does. That that's that's what beats you down. They're, they're key rush yards. Yes. They're third and fours. They're yeah. they're it's it's a quarterback draw. It's it's the read option. Yes. It's it's a, a break from the pocket and scramble. And he doesn't look that quick or fast, but he's quick he's and fast enough. Yeah. And, again, pound for pound, nobody is stronger in the weight room than Jalen Hurts. And it's like he can lift the building, and he can also lift his team on the football field. By If it's required, he can run through tackles yeah. and he will try. Now, what's his yeah, – I think mean, we talk and talk about Patrick's sure. ankle. I think his shoulder's probably a problem. Right. I think it still bothers him. Well, he got to make sure they don't put him on it. Uh, again, <laughs> that, but, that. but he took some punishment on. He he will just willingly said, Giants, here I am, come and hit me. Right. And you saw what happened. He hung right in there. And he's got two really good receivers, and he's got a very good tight end. And I just think low-scoring battle, fun to watch in an old-school way, comes down to a late field goal, and I believe Philly walks it off 19-16 to 16 okay. because of Jalen Hurts. Guys, it is going to be one of the ultimate chess matches in football in a long time. Cannot wait to watch this one. Don't forget, only on Fox. Mm. All right, Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys and Dan Quinn returning. What does that mean for Dallas? (laughs) That's coming up next on the other side of this break. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Dan Quinn has decided to return to the Cowboys as their defensive coordinator. This after he's taken several head coaching interviews for the second year in a row. Quinn interviewed with the Broncos, Cardinals, and Colts recently. But he says he wanted to return to the Cowboys because there's, quote, unfinished business here in Dallas. Shannon, why do you think DQ would stay? He ain't get no head coaching offer. That's what young people do, quit a job with nothing lined up. <laughs> Old, smarter people don't quit a job, Skip, unless you got another job lined up. Why would he leave Dallas? Skip, you telling me 
If he got a head coaching job, if Denver offered him that job, if Arizona offered him that job, I don't know another job that's available. Let's just say hypothetically there's another team out there, and they offered him a head coaching job. He going to say, nah, I got unfinished business back here, so I'm going to stay. Stop it. That's what happened. Dan Quinn did not get a head coaching job offer. So he would have been foolish to leave a job, a very good job, as a defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys and hoping that what? You leave a job for what? Like I said, that's what young people do. They don't know any better, that you're not supposed to leave a job without having something already lined up. Mm. As you get a little older, Skip, you realize, because I hear people all the time, I was like, yeah, I just moved out. I said, like, where'd you move? I, I left such and such. I said, you got a job? No, I just, just packed up. What? 18, 19, you just back up and you ain't got no job? Or you quit a job with nothing lined up? I say, bless your heart, though. But no, this is a great situation uh, for Dan Quinn. He's the coordinator of the Dallas Cowboy, a young, fast, and he's built that defense up, skipped it two years. That defense looks totally different than it has in the, pre- in the past. Mm. But Skip, Dan Quinn ain't getting no head coaching office. That's why he's back as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Mm. Now, he can sing that praise, we've got unfinished business. But we see coaches all the time, Skip, leave jo- leave, uh, get a head coaching job, and they have unfinished business back there, but they leave it unfinished. We'll let somebody else clean it up. Mm. I'm going to get a head coaching job. That's what happened. Mm. You know it, and I know it, too. I don't know it. I, I honestly don't, and I'm not So you sure. think he got a head coaching job offer? Let's go back a year. Again, he was the reported front runner for two jobs a year ago, Chicago and Denver. And then what happened? I don't know what happened. I know what happened. They hired, they hired Nathaniel Hackett yeah. because they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers' packet deal. And what's the other team you said? Chicago. Chicago. They yeah. ever mm-hmm. If they had offered Dan Quinn those jobs, Dan, Skip, the man wants to be – once you become a head coach, Skip, you don't want to be no coordinator. You take a coordinator's job to build back up that resume so you can get in line to get a head coaching job again. I hear you, but Jerry got involved both times, and something is going on here that supersedes what you're saying, especially a year ago. You could be right about this year. I didn't see any reports that said he was the front runner for any of these interviews. What he interviewed for three teams. What did he do? Indianapolis, Denver, and Arizona. Arizona, yes. I'm not sure what is going on, but I do know Jerry Jones is going on. And I do know there is no salary cap in the NFL when it comes to what you pay your coaches. Right. So I don't know if this will ever get reported, but I think Jerry is taking care of Dan Quinn. I wouldn't be surprised if he's making more money than Mike McCarthy makes. Right. I would not at all be surprised. Can you think he can take care of him better than the Broncos situation? The guy worth $75 billion. You think he can take him, care of him better well, than I mean, that? he's capable of it. Oh, okay, I thought so. Well, yeah. well, I mean, Jerry's capable of, of taking care of him, too. He's- yeah, but, I mean, if, if, if the Waltons had Jerry Jones' money, he'd be so miserable. And <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones worth oh, no. $18 billion. No, I, I got it. it. But I'm just saying... Jerry has made it clear, I'm going to keep that guy as my defensive coordinator. For a while, I thought he had positioned Dan Quinn with at least a handshake or right. a, a verbal promise. I don't know about my head coach, and I need you to be here just in case, because at some point you are going to be my head coach. That That's what said. I thought he told him last We're year. We're going to do a topic later. That's I, know, what he I, I know. <laughs> so we, which is we flipped the script completely around because <laughs> – I thought Mike McCarthy was way on the hot seat more a year ago than he is right now. Right. Okay, because last year they just spit the bit in that champ- the, uh, the playoff That'd game be- at, at home. At least this time they came out ready to play. you can't, right. you got to give Mike McCarthy that. The team played 
Oh, you're talking about uh, Tampa or San Fran? No, no, San Francisco. Oh, okay. well, well, obviously, they won a game in Tampa, and they were really ready right. to play that yeah. one. Okay. Whatever is going on here is shocking to me because let's flip it around. Should he be the Denver Broncos' next coach? Should he be Arizona's next coach? Should he be Indy's next coach? He is really good at what he does, and more important, he's a made man as head coach because he got a team to a Super Bowl. Right. And all they did in that Super Bowl was lead 28-3 to over Brady and Belichick, right. and we know the rest of the story. Kyle had something to do with yeah. that collapse as the offensive coordinator Correct. and play caller. But the point is, he did that. So if I'm out looking for a, a head coach and then he's back-to-back, last year he was the assistant coach of the year yes. in the NFL, and this year he was – in the ballpark because his team once again led the league in takeaways. Right. Well, who wouldn't want that guy to be a head coach? Why, why didn't he get another one of these jobs? This is maybe a better question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. Did Jerry get involved and, and have him withdraw his name before he got to the finals? You know, before right. they – because Denver still hasn't decided yeah, I, think, I think the thing is once you become a head coach, that's what you want to do. You want to be your own boss. And uh, Dan Quinn, DQ, is not the boss. Michael – Mike McCarthy with Jerry is still the boss in sure. Dallas. I just believe, Skip, had he got an opportunity because he thought it, it came down to him and Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. And Nathaniel Hackett got the job, and everybody knows why he got the job. You, because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right, yes. Aaron Rodgers. He sold, a bit, he sold that he was closer to Aaron Rodgers than he actually w- w- was. And they bought it. I, I don't know. It seems like he was pretty close. I mean, Aaron's spoke glowingly about him, mm-hmm. and now – he lands in I'm going to get Jets. you a job, then I'm going to take this $50 million a year okay. from them and go back to my situation, and everybody's happy. <laughs> I get what I want. You got, I got you a head okay. coaching job. So every- you, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets right now because they just named Nathaniel Hackett as their new coordinator? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. And the issue that you have with Nathaniel Hackett is he did not call the plays in Green Bay, but I will give him credit for this. He did call them for Jacksonville when they rose up oh, and yeah. got to the AFC Championship. I was going to say, when he called those plays in Denver, they were terrible, the ones well, he called well, in Denver. He should have called the ones he called in Jacksonville. Well, it was a disaster, although you could attribute some Somebody, of that oh, yeah. to your new quarterback. Yeah, right? yeah, and Russ, I didn't trust. Thank you. Okay. I am pleasantly shocked over this because – the fact that he's coming back at least gives me a chance because I, I was a chance to I, do what? I was so devastated this past Monday because I thought we are going to lose him as the driving force of our defense. Obviously, he can't do what Micah does on the field. Uh-huh. And you still got Micah Parsons uh-huh. who slid back slightly this year. He uh-huh. wasn't quite what I thought. But if you keep the continuity, as McCarthy said, on defense, the the, the real head coach of this team the driving force as the CEO of this team is this guy. This is the guy. You do realize you kept somebody else on the other side of the football too, huh? The offensive coordinator? Nah, nah, uh, nah. The guy that throws the ball. Oh, oh I you, you kept him. Okay, yeah. So what you going to do about him? You say you have him, you kept him. I, I agree with that point because that undercuts everything. That, exactly. Because you're still stuck with Dak yeah. unless you figure out a way to get out from under. You and I figured out a way. Stop that. You well, try to put that in the air. I'm putting it out there because that's what I would do in a heartbeat. I would trade him straight up for Aaron Rodgers. It makes sense salary cap-wise if Green Bay would do it. I just don't even know if Green Bay would do it. No. Okay. Because they do one out from under Aaron Rodgers, I believe. So you can have 29-year-old Dak, and we'll take 39-year-old Aaron for two years. And see what, but we'll we got roll twi- the dice. But don't we got 23-year-old, 24-year-old Jordan Love? Okay. You do. I, I don't know. That That's up to you. But I'm just saying I, I, I have seen – 
I've had enough of Dak Prescott. Skip, and I'm not Skip. I think DQ is unbelievable. They're the first team to lead the league in takeaways since the Steelers back in the early 70s. Back they, to did back. It, they did it, you know, three yeah. years in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard. They finished in fifth in points allowed, 12th in yards allowed. Michael Parson is a two-time uh, uh, Defensive Player of the Year nominee. Yep. He's a two-time uh, first-team All-Pro. So he a, a lot of that development is DQ. Uh, uh, I think George Edwards, uh, who's his linebacker coach, mm-hmm. I think he got relieved of his duty. He, and he said something. He tweeted something great at him. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of this, uh, uh, Parsons, Lawrence Diggs, all were named to the Pro Bowl. So, uh, Skip, but you, you still only scored. What did you, what'd you, you get held, held uh, the Niners to 19 points? Mm-hmm. And you held Tampa to fewer than that. Mm-hmm. But what about what you so what you what you gonna do about the guy that, 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 that touches the ball sixty five times a game? I, I can't undo it. I, okay. I you, you got me. But what did I tell you going into the year? My team's gonna go as far as my oh Micah and the defense carries the team. You can't but skill. Okay. There there's not a defense that can overcome bad quarterback no, play. There's because, not. Well, we just that, that's just what happened. <laughs> exactly. Because my defense, I, I don't know, could it play much better except for Diggs dropping the interception? Right. But no. seriously, can it play much no. better? I don't think it can. You, you keep you keep all the big guns in check. McCaffrey doesn't every, kill you. Every, Debo no, doesn't nobody kill you. kills you. No. Nobody kills you. I, you can, nobody did anything no. where you said, "Oh my God, we can't stop that." They didn't run us off the field, nope. right? Nope. We held them to 19. I, I predicted we'd hold them to 20, and it was even one better, and we scored 12. And I, right. and silly me, I thought we could score 30 on them. Okay, well, I did. I thought it would be 30 to 20. Well, if Dak had hit three or four <laughs> throws, maybe it would have been 30 But, Skip, you keep saying if he hit three okay, or four throws. Okay, but they're, they're open. It's not like you didn't do that. It's not like he was trying to force throws into tight windows. Right. I got CD deep twice. Right. But I got still, Gallup. You make it seem like he got Josh Allen to pass you Mahomes' arm. He threw the ball 50 yards. I saw him throw one to T.Y. Hilton against the, the Eagles. It was 60 yards in the air, and, boy, it was a thing of beauty. It was a 53-yard completion. Okay, that, but but he, you maxed him out. He's maxed out at, 50, uh, okay. at a little over 50. I know, but these, these throws didn't even come close. Th- these are bad football throws where you just say, that's just, that's terrible quarterback yes, play, right? But Skip, but you have seen Skip, you come out here every year. We do this every year for seven seasons. You told me, and you saw this man do this. Okay, but I saw him hang forty on the Eagles. We just talked about the Eagles, and I got a score of nineteen to sixteen. I saw him hang six on Washington. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> they hung pick sixes on him. Okay, right. And, and yes. at the end of the game against San Francisco, he threw one that should have been yes. pick six, right? Yes. And he threw two early interceptions that are just flat out killers. Seven Straight games, the yeah. man had a turn, had at least one okay. turnover. All right. Three of those games, he had pick sixes. Okay. And you okay. just disregarded all of that, just focused on the Tampa. And you came out here and said, it, say, hey, this is the Dak Prescott I know. Well, he played the game of his life, yes. not the game of the year, of yes. his life. Yes. Skip, how many times does somebody play the game of their life, in their life, or do something that, oh, that's the best I've ever seen him? You don't say that like 15 times? Mm. Yeah, I just I, I thought maybe this is the time he's turned the corner like Matt Stafford suddenly just turned the corner last year in the playoffs after 11 miserable years in Detroit, right? But you did say Matthew Stafford still led the league internal in their picks. He did, but then somehow the light went on in the playoffs and they got through. And the guy and and if Tart holds on to the ball, he would have cut the light off. He would have cut the light off. He threw it. He did. Okay, <laughs> he that's, hit him in that, the chest. That, that's what I'm saying about Brock Purdy. He, he's going to throw a couple of those balls. At, at the Eagles, yes. you, you just have to catch the ball. Right. Again, 
who knows what would – if Trevon Diggs catches that ball, yeah. all well, of a sudden – Well, they don't get points. Okay, you know well, that, that for that, certain. Well, I, I know that for certain, but it's it's 9-9, nine to nine, yes. and we're almost to the fourth quarter at that point because right. we went into the fourth quarter 9-9. Nine to nine. If if Trevon just hangs on to the football, I know it's if, if, right. if, but, but, but it, it's, it's not even a very big if. It's a tiny if. If, if my best ball hawk catches the ball, what happens? They don't go ahead 16 to nine early in the third quarter because we got it going the other direction. What if Brock Purdy starts to unravel? Like, oh my God, what, are, what, what was I doing? It was a bad idea. I got right. the ball tipped. You know, yeah. you, you, it, it could reverse the momentum right. and, and maybe Dak does find himself and yeah. make a throw or two. But I think you're going to have to revise that. We're only going to go as far as Micah and the Marauders take yeah, us okay. because your defense can't overcome bad quarterback play. Okay. Nobody can. But they can they can make the year respectable. Yeah. Because, remember, we're about to talk about Mike McCarthy is going to be the next Tom Landry. Okay. Well, well, he just went back-to-back 12 and fives. Well, who wouldn't take that, right? right? Jerry will take it all the way to his bank. Yes. Because they're all happy. Everybody's happy with 12 and five. Yes, they are. And we won a playoff game at Tampa. We crushed them. We beat the GOAT. Yes. And you got what to show for it? Really nothing. Nothing. Okay. You got Mike McCarthy for 29 years. That's what you got, right? <laughs> okay. Seriously, that's that's the upshot. But I do have one real live football coach back in the saddle. I, I got him. So at least I got a chance to be respectful. You think if Kellen Moore gets a head coaching job, he's going to stay? Well, again, we're, we'll discuss this in the McCarthy topic. But McCarthy was not blessing Kellen Moore. He was saying we're still evaluating Kellen Moore. And by the way, they did they threw all the bones to Cowboy Nation like everybody every other team does that loses because they cleaned house yesterday. Yeah. When you look at the you mentioned George, I have a lot of respect for George Edwards. Yep. He's gone, and they had an assistant head coach named Rob Davis. I don't know what he does because I don't know what Mike McCarthy exactly. does. Exactly. But he's gone, and Skip Pete. <laughs> we, we've talked and talked about him. He's gone. Leon Lett, who I covered, he's gone. Yeah. Joe Philbin, who's been a head coach in this league, right. who's the offensive line coach, he's, he's gone. They cleaned house, right. and and they are indicating that maybe Kellen Moore is on a little more of a hot seat than you think he is. No, so you blame Kellen Moore for Dak throwing the ball? He's I don't Dak. at all. You never heard me bring up Kellen yeah. Moore yeah. one time last Monday after that game. I think he had zero to do with what Dak didn't do. Exactly. Right? Okay? So it sounds like they're going to reshuffle the deck, and it's like the moving the deck chairs on the Titanic, yes. right? Rearrange but, but Skip, it. that's what happens when things yeah. don't go. When the they, season they doesn't do end, it. Right. The I season doesn't end okay. the way you think it does. Oh, we got to do all this. Yeah. Throw you some bones here, right? But at some point in time, you got to start looking like, huh? it's y'all. Wait. It ain't the coaching. It's y'all. It's y'all. Well, it is. Thank you. It's your guy. Welcome Ooh. back, DQ. It's yeah. I'm going to Dairy Queen. He's a great now. Sure. I am for a little soft ice cream. <laughs> well, you're going to be driving for a minute because ain't none of them close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's move on. Let's talk a little basketball. How impressive is LeBron's latest accomplishment? Shannon, we're going to get your thoughts on that in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll be back Very after this impressive. Break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I won't back down. After the latest update, 
LeBron James is now the highest rated player in the NBA 2K video game. LeBron has a 98 rating, everyone else a 97 or below. Shannon, I know this makes your day. On a scale of one to, oh, let's just say a million, how impressive is that? <laughs> yeah! What you got to say about that, girl? You were talking about it. Are you going to a billion? Yeah, yeah it's more than a million. Yeah. More than a million. More than a million. More than, more than, <laughs> greater than. You saw it. He done got a bump now. In year thirty, at thirty-eight uh, years of age, in year twenty, he's the highest-rated man on two K. Now I want to know: in my lifetime, in your lifetime, yeah. will you ever see a player rated this high in his late thirty and year twenty? I think not. No. Ninety-eight mm. over Luca, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, and B. He two point over KD. Mm. And he got the second highest dunk rating behind Jaw. What? It's very impressive. You do realize that they base ratings on individual play, mm. not team success, because I know where you tried to head. Mm. And I don't even want to hear nothing about that middle one, because I know that's where you're going to probably try to lead to. You think you're slick, too. Mm. What is his free throw? What, I wonder what his free throw rating is. That's a good one. I had written that one down. That, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Skip, look. No one saw this coming. It's a historic. He's playing at a historic level in year 20. And no one is currently playing better, although their records, there's not a whole lot in the win total to show for it. No. But nobody's playing better than LeBron James, and the ratings reflect how well he's playing. Mm. He's averaging in the month of January 33.6, 9.4, Eight assists. For the season, he's basically 39 and 7. Mm. He should be 98. Mm. He's going to keep going. Why? Before long, he'll be 99. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then what you going to do? Yeah. So, scale of one to a million, he's a trilly? Is that what he a is? A trilly. Yeah. <laughs> a trilly. <laughs> okay. I, I give you the big picture of this. I, it, it is phenomenal. It is astonishing what he has done. It is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, okay. It's, it's all of the above. What's the catch? You know that word? Yeah, I do. I think it's from Mary Poppins. But it is from Mary Poppins. Okay. There are several catches to this. <laughs> because even though I will buy the 98 as the overall. Yeah. When I look hard at this. How can you have a 98 and your team is a losing team? How can it be sub 500 when you're a 98? Well, I'll tell you exactly why. As a closer this year, he gets a 48. And, and I may be being nice about the 48. And as a three-point shooter, he gets a zero because he's at they the bottom of the barrel. They say said it's him. Okay, well, it's just <laughs> wrong. Okay, let me quickly recount the ways as a closer, that he has failed his team. I'm going to remind everybody, you can, I, I dare anybody out there to go back and look at the tapes of these games. Be my guest, please. I'm just going to be quick with this because the Indiana game at home was just unforgivable because you're up 17 at home over Indiana with 10 minutes left and down the stretch of the game in the fourth quarter, LeBron goes 2 for 8, 0 for 1 from 3, scores 4 points, he's a minus 10, and they lose at the buzzer. You can't do it. At Philadelphia, they had a miraculous comeback at the end of the game. No thanks to LeBron because he didn't contribute at all to it. And what happened in overtime? He scores zero. He goes over 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from 3. 
Well, it's it's just not good. You're you're a 98. You, yeah. you got to be there for your team yeah. in that game, and you weren't there. And then the Celtics at home, you you get a nice look for a walk off three, and you missed it. You you got to make one every once in a while. And then the Hornets at home, you, you've got them, and then you don't got them. And LeBron just went ghost down the stretch of that. And then he went to Charlotte and did what to him? Okay, he did. But he didn't do it at home, and they lost by two at home to Charlotte. Unforgivable, inexcusable. And then the Maverick game at home. My God, LeBron, what, what are you doing? Fourth quarter and two overtimes, and, and he just ghosted his team. And, and he was a combined two of 12 in the fourth quarter and two overtimes. And in the two overtimes, he went 0 for 6 and 0 for 4 from 3. It's it's not good enough. You can't be a 98 if you yeah, do you that. Yeah, you can. It is. Okay? And then the Sixers come to the crypt. And down the stretch, he doesn't score in the last three minutes, and they lose a close game. I don't get it. And then – Sacramento at home in the fourth quarter, he goes one up seven, 0 for three from three, and they lose by five. It's not good enough. At Sacramento, they call a play for LeBron at the end of the game, and he doesn't really want the ball. And Schroeder finally runs out to the top, but back past half court. Give me the ball, and he's the one who drives it and makes the two free throws after De'Aaron Fox fouls him. It's one thing after another after another. So as a closer, I think I'm being nice to him to give him a 48. It's probably less than that. And but, they, but they didn't have closing on there. Okay. They got overall rating, three-point and dunk. I got it because for the most part, through big stretches of the game, he is astonishing. And yet from three this year, he has now fallen to 148th out of 150. And, and, and the three-point, he's 77, and that's reflective of that. Okay, he's 30.4%. He averages seven attempts a game, which is 36th in the league. It's way too high. It's way too many attempts when you're missing that many threes. And it should detract slightly from your 98, but it doesn't, it doesn't. because you're playing to the crowd. Everybody, He's the face of the league. He, he's no. it. He's the most popular player in the league, and they want the 98 to reflect that. No, they, no, 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 no. He, but he, he's been the most popular player. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, he ran away as the leading boat getter again. Okay. All right. So well, he's been that. Okay. But, but, this, but, Skip, at first he was 96. His play has said he deserves you know, to be higher. Okay, I agree with that in the big picture of things because – they're even the other night, even against the Clippers, name a game. Every, oh, yeah, against the Clippers. Ever, ever since December 30th, he has been like from another planet. Yeah. It's like he's, but who he's on vibranium. I, I don't to, know. I told you this yeah. was coming, right? Yeah. I told you. Was he clear of that? I little? don't know if you foretold of this. 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 this is, I told you. He had a little something going on. Yeah. Was he got that worked out and then what happened, Skip? Atlanta happened at Atlanta with mom and wife in the front row. Rocket. There he went. Rocket. And he has not looked back. And I never thought I'd see the day that a 38-year-old would play like a 28-year-old, but he is. What you mean? Okay. 39, 40. Okay. I was talking to somebody uh, uh, that follows the NBA, covers the NBA. They said, I believe LeBron James could play like this for another three, four years. Well, it looks like he could. I don't know why not. Well, if he played like this for another three, four years, that record going to be so far out of there, they okay. ain't nobody well, going to get it. Well, I think we're all agreeing that that's going to happen, Yeah, right? It's like Barry's home run record. I don't believe nobody going to get that. Okay. I, I don't know what his mentality is going to be after he passes Kareem. Yeah, yeah, uh, what it be always, the same? Uh, it's the same. Okay. He's exceeded whatever you thought LeBron James might be out of coming out of high school. Yeah. Whatever your goals were for him, whatever your goals and aspirations were for him, he's exceeded it. Well, the ultimate goal is to win one more chip, right? 
Who said that ain't gonna happen? I, I don't know. Who said that ain't gonna happen? He's gonna have to be. I'm gonna put say it. Say it won't happen. I'm saying this team doesn't have a closer unless it's Schroeder. I want you to say that he won't win another title. He will not win another title. I said it. I, I want said 10 cases. Out loud. I want 10 cases. Okay. Okay, I'll do it right now. It's a futures bet because he might play three or four yeah. more years. Yeah. Right? And when he win the title. Yeah. He and Bronny together. <laughs> I don't know. That might happen. Yeah, it just it might happen. Might, it might happen. But LeBron, but Bronny got to go to got to go to school for one year. <laughs> he's got to go to school, and then he's got to be good enough to play with his dad. He'll be good enough. He's fine. Right now, his dad's ninety-eight. No, he's he a ninety-eight rating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ninety-eight rating. Yeah. So that ninety-eight rating, it's hard for me to see the scenario where you all of a sudden you're in the eighties or the seventies. Yeah. I do think he's been inspired by Brady, and I realize it's apples to oranges in the sport, and I realize Brady does get protected in the pocket. But he still takes his fair share. Of we want to get five. We want our fouls when we go to the free. When we go drive the ball no, to the you, basket, you we want to be rewarded with that. All right. Well, they're not rewarding you because you're not a great free. I can't tell. We, look, that's not what we, you've we've been, been better. I, I will give you improvement. We shoot eighty percent in January. How did you not go to the lab in the offseason and improve your three-point shot? Did you not see? I don't get it. Oh, have we improved over last year? Yes, we free, have. Free throws or yeah. threes? Not free throws. Threes. Free throws you have. Exactly. You've been on a nice tear okay. of late. And guess what? We're gonna, you make it seem like the season's over. After you've had like 98 different free throw routines, you finally settled on one, which is one big deep breath, one dribble, and let it fly. Like it. And guess what? Instead of this dribble, 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 I don't know. i got to put my feet behind, my one foot behind the other. Just, just shoot it. We in the lab. Shoot. We stay in the lab. Now, do you stay, we stay in the lab? Well, what, did, the 98 rating say we've been in the lab. Your lab not have a three-point line in the, 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 uh, 98 rating and 95 dunk. Only jaw. Wow. Jaw what, 23, I, 24? I give you that. I give you the dunks. I give you the, the just the, the overall sensation of it. It's right. That's it's triple double. Yeah. We don't even we don't like her no more. We don't even we don't no. mess with Rich Trip does no more. No, no. Get no. it, she don't mean nothing to us. Yeah. She don't mean no. nothing to us. Really? Yeah. Because mm. we know we can get her. We can take her out on a date anytime we want to. Really? Yep. You're above her. Now. We're above her. <laughs> it's beneath us. <laughs> she is beneath yeah. you. Because, okay. because the, the paparazzi don't come when we, we get her. Unfortunately, you're beneath about every team in the West except two. Whatever. <laughs> you're in 12. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right? The paparazzi used to come. We used to get these triple doves, and the paparazzi would show up flashing. Now we get triple doves. Shit, they don't show up, so well, we don't need them. Well, unfortunately, you're neglecting that third category, the assist category, because they don't mean anything because you're, we you're, have, you're we, assisting yourself. We, exactly. Right? I mean, we get somebody that can knock down shoot. I mean, we get somebody that can knock down shots. Yeah. Oh, we can lead the lead. Well, We've done it before, right? You know we've done it. We've I, averaged nine assists a season. Hey, last year Hachimura shot forty-four percent from three. Uh-huh. Now you got Hachimura. But, <laughs> Feed him. Feed go. the beast. Man, you always on some bull. <laughs> <laughs> now we but all go take off. You got Hachimura. Hachimura, LeBron, and the rest of the crew can do because there's two tough tests coming up for the Lakers next, guys. Shannon, of course, you've got the Celtics tomorrow night, and then the Nets on Monday. We got you. Yeah, all right. Let's get back to a guy that I will give a rating of more than a trillion to, Joe Burrow. Uh Uh-oh. Is he becoming the new face of the NFL? Let's discuss. All right, to start our show this morning, Shannon chose the Bengals, believe it or not, to beat his Chiefs in the AFC Championship. That would make Joe Burrow 4-0 against Mahomes would also be the second straight Super Bowl appearance for the Bengals. Shannon, 
Would that make Joe Burrow the new face of the NFL? No, um, but I believe if the Niners beat the Eagles, does that make Brock Purdy better than Jalen Hurts? No, but Brock Purdy hadn't been doing what Joe Burrow's been doing for Joe Burrow hadn't been doing what uh, Patrick Mahomes is doing. Okay, mm-hmm. one of the guys, a Super Bowl champ, a Super Bowl MVP, a two-time All-Pro, Offensive Player of the Year, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time touchdown leader, is the active leader in passing yards, yards per attempt, and passing rating, and is about to be a two-time league MVP. The other guy going to his first Pro Bowl and comeback player of the year. So I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, how with one guy got all these accolades, one guy, if he retired tomorrow, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. If the other guy retired tomorrow, is he a Hall of Famer? A simple yes or a simple no? Which guy? If Patrick Mahomes retired tomorrow, yeah. is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah. If Joe Burrow retired tomorrow, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Well, well he's just younger and hadn't done it. He's, he's the guy's one. one year younger. Okay, let me ask you the reverse question. Yes. Do you think Joe Burrow is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? It doesn't matter what I'm saying right yes, now. Yes, he is. Hold on, you, know, you know it, and I know. You're it. not saying that Pat. You're not saying Joe Burrow will become. You're saying he is. So what I'm saying is, right now, as we speak. With this body of work, this resume that Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. has put up in a very short time. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look at Joe Burrow's resume. Okay, let's look at the arc that he's on right now. Is it bigger than Patrick Mahomes' arc? Yes, it is, because look what he's done in a shorter time. He's, you- he's about to be 4-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. Let's start with that. Okay, so 4-0. and So, one guy, already, so mm-hmm. one guy already has a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. Okay, okay. So, where, so where is Joe Burrow's Super Bowl win and Super Bowl MVP? Okay. Where is his, where is his also one guy's about to two-time, be a two-time league MVP? Where is that okay. at on it? Okay, let's start with Patrick Mahomes in college. Unfortunately, he wound up at Texas Tech, and he could only do so much, right? Yes. Did we know much about him? Not really. No. Okay, I watched him play against Baker Mayfield, and Baker won the shootout, and it was unbelievable, but Baker won the game. And didn't he throw for like right. 700, 800 yards in the game? Just, both of them were off the charts, both of them. It okay. was the most ridiculous football game I've ever watched. Right. But my team won because my team was a little better than that team. Okay. But only a little better. So what did Joe Burrow do once he got his chance at LSU? He should have gotten his chance at Ohio State, but they made a mistake. No matter how you slice it, they they ultimately made a huge mistake in their program. They let him go to LSU. So it takes him a year to get in the system and all. But once he got rolling, what happened? He he goes to the playoffs, and he does such a number on Jalen Hurts and my Oklahoma Sooners that it's 63-29. to 29. Are you kidding well, me? Well, Skip, he 63-29? to 29? I mean, Skip, can't you make a case right now? He has uh, – uh, Joe Burrow was playing with two of the top five receivers in yep. the NFL currently. Okay, but, but he did that, and he threw seven touchdown passes in a national semifinal, no interceptions, and ran for a touchdown, and then he turns it right around against Trevor Lawrence and Clemson in the national championship game, and he throws for, that was 493 against Jalen Hurts, 463 against Clemson, five touchdowns, and ran for a rushing touchdown with no interceptions. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Do you believe at any point in time LSU was not the best team that was on the field? Well, we got to see them at Tuscaloosa, and then we got to see them against Georgia in the SEC but, but championship I'm just, game. But I'm just asking that. At any point in time during that season with okay. LSU – Okay, uh, I, I got that. But didn't you even say to me that has to be the greatest single yes, season a yes, quarterback has yes, ever played? Yes. I'm just giving you trajectory here. I'm giving you story arc. So, I'm giving you that's where he launched right there. So, and no one's ever launched out of college better than that. So, uh, so you're saying right now as we sit here, Joe Burrow will have a better career than Patrick Mahomes. 
he's on pace to, yes, sir, I'm going to knock on wood for health because it's all about the health. So, uh, but, right? but I'm saying when you say a better okay. career, what? what, right. I mean, what, Look, what? Okay, so he goes to the 2-14 and 14 Bengals. I, I don't think, uh, as I recall, Patrick didn't go to a 2-14 and 14 team. He went to Andy Reid's team, but right? Andy, but Andy Reid traded so much to move up to get him because you got to okay. understand where Andy was picking from. Okay, were they pretty good when he got there? Yeah, yeah. they were real good when but he they, got they there. They weren't that good. Okay, but they were with Alex Smith, and he could only tell his ceiling was way lower. Yes, yes. But still, Andy said, and to Andy's credit, I, I can only go here with him. I got to move up to, and he stole him because nobody saw that coming. Nope. We even had him sit right here on this show, you did? and we didn't see it. No. I, I didn't see it. I, I'll be the first to admit, I did not see this coming right. because I thought he made too many mistakes. I thought he took way too many gambles and was too careless with the football at Texas Tech, and I didn't think it would translate even though he had superb athletic ability as a former shortstop mm-hmm. and he had an arm of arms. Like, right. we want to talk about winning the arms race. They, they <laughs> win it every year. Okay, so now we get Joe Burrow. He goes to a 2-14 and 14 team, and in his rookie year, he gets his ACL rep, right? right? So we cancel that year right. out. But he comes back in his second year, and here he goes. And as soon as he gets to stay healthy for a whole year, he gets sacked more than any quarterback in the league mm-hmm. and by far the most in the postseason. And he carries the Bengals through Mahomes at Kansas City right. to the Super Bowl and comes within a throw of winning the Super Bowl. And you do realize, like in Mahomes' second year, he threw for 5,000, mm-hmm. 50 touchdowns. He did. League MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl MVP. Okay. So now Joe Burrow, that's the, did Joe Burrow do that last year? No, but Joe Burrow plays quarterback at a higher level than Patrick How? Skip with no, He's with, just better. Skip, He's just but better. You, say, He's you keep saying efficient. he plays at a higher level. Mm-hmm. How? Well, I've, I've seen him against Patrick three times already, and he outplayed him all three times. Okay, he did that, but okay. I'm saying you – but you said, hold on. It's, it's more than three games in a season. Okay, and yet I saw an AFC championship game at Mahomes' homeboy's he, home. He beat him. And he beat him because Patrick – in the end, had a bad game by his standards yes. because he threw a bad ball, tipped interception yes. to B.J. Hill yes. that, that reopened the door. And then in overtime, as I showed you earlier in the show, he misfires and he misfired and almost picked six did so, after they so, won the toss. So, and then he throws another interception. So just just so I'm hearing you correctly, anytime the if a quarterback has lost more times, if a quarterback loses to another quarterback more than once, the quarterback that beats the other quarterback is better. Okay, I'm just saying, look at the story arc and the trajectory because we're, we're doing the, you, again, you already picked this game and you picked Joe Burrow I did, to win. I, but okay. I believe Joe Burrow has the better okay. team. All right, I don't believe he's a better quarterback. Okay, so let's say he does. That would be back-to-back years in which he goes through Mahomes in Kansas City at his house yeah. to get to a Super Bowl. And if he gets to the Super Bowl, I believe he'll win this year's Super Bowl. And I believe he'll but what be if he the doesn't? MVP. Okay, I'm just saying this is this is the hypothetical that we're doing because I think he's positioned right now because I, I think their team is being still underrated, and I think he's being underrated. If he gets to the Super Bowl, he will win the Super Bowl. Whether it's San Francisco or Philly, he will beat them I in believe, the Super I Bowl. Believe- I think an NFC team will be favored. I think if Philly Philly's going to be favored over both teams, I believe. Yeah. I think if San Francisco gets there and, and the Bengals get there, I believe San Francisco will be favored over Cincy. Okay. But I believe Kansas City will be favored over San uh, – I mean, the, the, the Chiefs will be favored over the 49ers. Okay. You, you can have all that because they're still underrating, to me, the Cincinnati Bengals. But they've been doing it all the How? while. Well, because of the point spread. Because they, because they don't have them favored. They're undervalued. Okay. Huh? All right. What did they do to Josh Allen? What, what, what have I told you? I, I've been saying this now for two years on this show that 
Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes is really the undercard to the main event that features Joe Burrow. As he said at Buffalo, I am him. He has arrived. He is he. He, he is the, the next. He's got next Can above both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. If Joe Burrow is him, what is Patrick Mahomes? Well, he's, Godly? No, he's been very good. He's very well, good. Skip, you, Skip, think about what you're saying. You're saying Joe Burrow is him, but Patrick Mahomes has been very good, mm-hmm. and the guy's about to be a two-time MVP? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, again, I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP, but that's just but you, you okay. First all right. of all, Patrick Mahomes got 49 of the 50 votes for the first-team All-Pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. So we already know how they've already voted. Okay, I got you. But here we go with the trajectory. If he goes and wins this year's Super Bowl, even if he just wins Sunday to get to a Super Bowl, that would be back-to-back, back-to-back wins at Mahomes. But Mahomes is and, already going back-to-back. And let's Super talk Bowls. about narrative. Let's talk about storyline outside football. This kid, what I love the most about him is he does not care what anybody thinks about him because some of the outfits that he wears to games are pretty outrageous. They're pretty out there. I think you would agree. Yeah, that's his his style. But let me ask you a question. Okay, when the players vote for the top 100, you think Joe Burrow will be rated in front of Patrick Mahomes? Yes or no? Uh, uh, What's the outcome of the season? It doesn't matter. If he wins the Super Bowl? It doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't? You got to oh, give me the outcome. Tom Brady was voted number one, and he didn't win the Super Bowl. Okay. So how does that matter if he wins the Super Bowl or not? Okay. Will he, when the players vote for the number one, who would be rated higher, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Okay, but we got to see Tom Brady take the L.A. Rams to the wire by scoring 24 unanswered. So we knew the outcome. You got to give him, if he wins this year's Super Bowl, he'll be ranked number one. He yeah. just will be. So how did Skip? How did Brady get to be ranked number one? He lost the divisional round. Okay, because he had them on the road. He ropes. lost. Okay, but it wasn't his fault. Oh, why was it? Hold on. So when Patrick Mahomes loses, mm-hmm. it's his fault. Tom okay. Brady loses, it's somebody else's fault. Okay, but th- this is four times. This would be 4-0 against Patrick Mahomes. You better believe the players would say, you. that's it. Joe Burrow is better than Patrick so, so, Mahomes. So what about the MVP? Okay, because I think Cincinnati is going to win it all. So I believe that Joe Burrow will be ranked above Patrick Mahomes by okay. the players. Can we put the some players, on No. Can we put some do on it? Sure. But I, I need the Super Bowl to be won. It, it doesn't matter. You, you already said he's better than Patrick Mahomes. So why well, does that matter if he wins okay, the Super well, Bowl? Well, I've been saying that for two years. Okay. But nobody seems to acknowledge okay. that. Okay. It doesn't matter. You said he'll be 4-0 or what, yada, yada, yada. So if he's better. Okay, I'll do this. If Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he will be ranked above Patrick Mahomes for five cases. But I got I need that because okay. I need the players to wake up to the fact that he's it. Okay. That he's him. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how Tom Brady lost in the divisional round. He got voted number one. But you think Joe Burrow needs to be win the Super Bowl to be number one? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Well, wh- wh- why would you be confused? Because I, I'm how, not confused at all. Because Tom Brady was voted number one. He was. And he lost the divisional round. Okay. Why does the, Joe Burrow needs to be win the Super Bowl? You already said Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. You say the players believe okay, Joe Burrow is better. Because the players got to witness Tom Brady score 24 unanswered against the vaunted Rams defense featuring Jay Ram and the player that Let's you love up. the most, Aaron Donald. He hung 24 straight on them, unanswered. What did it get him? Okay, but it got them to 27 off. It got, them to, go, it got, it got them to clean out their lockers on Monday with okay, well, hefty bags. That wasn't his fault because they blew a blitz. See, half of them got it and half but, of them didn't. Get, but see, this is what the – They let I, Cooper Cup run free down the middle of the field. Well, help what? me understand. If Patrick Mahomes loses 
it's always his fault. Well, Tom I, Brady loses, it's never his fault. Well, and, and where do we get on that? I, I, but hold on, saying that. did Tom Brady turn the ball over against the Rams? Okay, did the players vote Tom Brady number one? You used to be a player. Yes! Okay, how did they do that? Why did they do that? that well, I, I don't on. know. But I'm saying, the, yeah. that's okay. what I'm saying, Skip. Yeah. If the players vote Patrick yeah. Mahomes number yeah. one. Okay. Uh, all I know is Joe Burrow is it. So what and, is Pat- and it's pretty soon you're going to have to acknowledge that. Okay, if Joe Burrow is it, mm-hmm. what is Patrick Mahomes? He's the second best quarterback. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, man, Joe Burrow has one Pro Bowl and a comeback player of the year, and you say he's better than a Super Bowl champ. He's played two years in the NFL. Who? Two years, Joe Burrow. Okay. Okay, Patrick Mahomes in two years yeah. was an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, an Offensive Player of the Year, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns well, he's been in a, his second year. He's been eclipsed. And you're going to see it for a fourth time. Oh, so so I'm, I'm just trying to so, – I mean, you can only have – I a, think you're acknowledging because you already picked the Bengals. Skip, I acknowledge that the Bengals mm-hmm. have the better team. Mm-hmm. It's a quarterback's game. It comes down to quarterbacks. Oh, so, so why didn't Tom Brady win that game mm-hmm. against uh, the Cowboys? Over the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, why didn't he win that game? He had no No, See, now he got no help. (laughs) You know it, I know it. No, he got Oh, this is a quarterback league. This is a quarterback's game. What did I tell you? Dak Prescott played the game of his life. No, 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 no. But is Tom Brady better than Dak Prescott? I think he's way better. Okay, then. So why did he win the game? I wouldn't mind my team going with Tom Brady next year if we could figure that out. Kim, you do a lot of double talking. Uh -uh. I don't do any double talking. talking. I do zero. (laughs) Double. I'm sorry. Uh, The double talk comes from across the Oh, no. I'm on record. Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. Period. End of story. I'm on record. It's over. I'm on record saying no, he isn't. No, he isn't. Sorry. I'm on record. Agree to disagree. A track. I'm on record. MP3. CD. And readdress on Monday. Audio we got to leave it here, guys. We got to go. Let's talk NBA All-Stars. Who should be on that list? That's next. The NBA All-Star Game starters were announced yesterday. LeBron James, captain in the West again. Zion, Jokic, Steph, and Luka all joining him. Giannis, no surprise there, will be the opposing team captain. And the four other East starters, Katie, Kyrie, Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell. Shannon, lots of controversy over this. What's your biggest problem with the list? Zion making it after just playing 29 games. Um, I would have taken uh, uh, Sabona, Skip. He's averaging 18 points. He leads the league in rebounding at 12.4. And he's uh, seven assists a game, Skip. And he's shooting 60, uh, 60, uh, 60% from the field. Yep. And his team is third in the West, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Or Laurie Markkinen, 24.5, 8.7 on 52% shooting, 43% from three-point line. Skip, I, 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 can't t- Skip, I can't take a guy that's played 29 of 49 games. Mm. I'm not saying – and the stat, uh, Zion has put up 26.7 rebounds, four and a half assists a game. They're fourth in the West. But Sabonis averaged 18.4, 12.4, 7.3, and he's played 45 games, and he's played through a, fact, a fractured thumb. Mm. Look, I think AD, I would have put AD, but AD has missed as many games as Zion. So I can't put him in there. But Sabonis would have been my first choice, Laurie Marketing, as a starter. But I think both of these guys should make, uh, uh, along with AD, I think AD is going to make it. One of these guys is going to probably get snubbed. But, yes, Skip, Sabonis or Marketing definitely should have started over uh, Zion. Okay, I agree with your premise, 
but not the result because the game does belong allegedly to the fans, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, count, they count for 50%. That's what and then, I'm saying. And okay. then the player, then the media right. count. And, and the game is, the, the, the ultimate sort of goal of the game is to give back to the fans right. and, and have a weekend right. of celebration of the sport of basketball. Yes. Okay. So I look at the fan rank, the way the, way the fans voted, and – Sabonis, as much as I like his game, he's not a big fan favorite around the country because he's playing in Sacramento Sacramento, and he played in Indiana, right? (laughs) Okay, so he got voted by the fans the ninth on this. Yeah. You you know what happened because Zion was fourth on this list, so he beat him by five spots, so that that helped a lot. The players still have high regard for Zion because the players ranked him third, so that that would qualify him as a starter. So Mm -hmm. that that contributed to him. So he gets third from them, fourth from the fans. The media ranked him fourth, and it was just enough just by the the cross with the 50% impact of the fan vote. It it got him barely into the third starter spot. Yes. And, And across the board, Sabonis was fifth with the players, and actually third with the media. So the media is looking at it like you're looking <laughs> yeah. at it, okay? Because, hey, he deserves, yeah. you know, just on what, what, stats what did the fans, what, what, I mean, excuse, what are the players? For which one? For uh, Sabonis. Fifth. Okay. Okay. And and AD was low by players' rank. He was seventh. Right. And I, it may be because he just doesn't play enough. Well, it was guilty. He yeah. played more than Zion. Okay. I got it. I got it. But I'm shocked by that because so the players ranked Zion third and AD seventh. So yeah. they're just saying – uh, when we play against Zion, we got our hands fuller than we have with AD, two uh, guys who were obviously Pelicans. Right. So, it, it, again, in the end, just me as a fan, do I want to see Zion in the game more than Sabonis? Well, sure I but do. But he probably okay. gonna, do you think Zion's going to play? I don't know. I don't know. I never know. <laughs> I mean, that's the I thing. Don't know. Yeah, you'd like to see him, but hell, he probably okay. going to be hurt. He's got a hamstring issue. Yes. I, I don't so know. So he's out at least two more weeks. Okay. And do do you bring him back, Skip? Like, hey, I don't know. And then you're going to play the All-Star game. I, Would you just get like one minute or something? Just yeah. To show? I, I don't know. Okay, I got all that. Now let me flip it around to the other side. Mm-hmm. In the East... To me, I've got Joel Embiid as the MVP, and I keep telling you that because that team is emerging as the best team in the East. And so I, I don't know how you can, you can keep Joel out of the top three. But then I look at the, the way the players voted. They voted him, Embiid, as the, the third starter. Right. Okay? Then the, the fans don't like Joel Embiid. And I don't know if it's just because of his reputation <laughs> or because he's always kind of a sourpuss about things. Or, he be trolling. Yeah, he trolls. <laughs> he trolls a lot, and yeah. he does. He and does. I think it might hurt him with the fan vote because they, I don't think they trust him. He's, he's been hurt too much mm-hmm. over the length right. of his career. He's been sick and hurt and sick and hurt. Right. And there's always something wrong with him. And then, yeah, the, the the media did put him in. So he's third with the media and third with the players, but the fans don't have any regard for him. And then the 50% of the fan vote, it vaults Giannis, KD, and Tatum. Jason Tatum right. into the top three. But, Skip, I mean, I mean, Tatum, I mean, Tatum has played very well this week, this year. His team is number one. Boston is a cornerstone franchise, a large market. So, Skip, it's not like he's Sabonis played in Sacramento and played in Indy. You got Giannis. No, he is. You got KD. Yeah. And you got JT. Okay. I, I got it. And the media rank put Jason Tatum one. Yeah. So, Okay. Man, I've been watching Boston a lot, and I don't know if you watched them against the Knicks last night, but the, the whole team came up small. Yeah. But, but Jason Jalen Taylor, Jalen Taylor got knocked. Uh, Jalen Brown got knocked. You just got to make one of them. Yeah, 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 you, you, you win the game. Okay, and, and he, 
he gagged, man. <laughs> he short-armed. He short-armed the first one, and then he really missed the second one badly. And yet, JT had a shot to win the game at the end of the game because they got one last to run. He got a really good open look, which surprised me, yeah. and he missed it. And he didn't do much in the fourth quarter. And, and I can't wrap my arm around Boston because they've lost three times to Orlando, then they lose at home to the Knicks. Right. Well, you and will. We got the Lakers coming up. You and will. I, I think the Lakers should win this game. Oh, man. Well, well, seriously. There you go. No, well, we got 98, old number 98. Yeah, there you go. See, right? I knew, I knew. Well, I, well, I seriously, knew. <laughs> we got 98, and we got. Hold on. We got AD back. In Jason the- Tatum is 95. Okay, all right. So, but, but again, they lost twice to Orlando at home, and again to the Knicks last night. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go in there and beat them? I mean, that's that's the goal, um, Skip. You, you got Anthony Davis I mean, back. We, we, we tried to, we got to get AD. AD's on yeah. a minute restriction. He ain't about to jump. He ain't not been to jump from 25 to 35 minutes in, after two games. He scored 21 and 26 minutes? Yeah. You're yeah. kidding. Yeah. I mean, he looked just like AD to me. But, but they got bigger bodies. Al Horford, Robert Williams, they, they got do. bigger bodies than what, 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 <laughs> what San Antonio could throw at him. But we'll be just fine. Skip, look, I, I just think the thing is for me, I mean, Zion, I think Zion is unbelievable. And you're right. This is about the fans. Because, Skip, you remember one year they voted Magic, and Magic wasn't even playing in the NBA. And they put Magic in there in Orlando, and he won finals MVP. Okay. So I just kind of give it up. Okay. I, I can't really <laughs> – I can't really put this under the microscope right. because, in the end, there's no microscope. Because the fa- there's a reason why the fans count 50%. Mm-hmm. Because they want their votes to weigh more than the media and the players because it's about them. Okay. This is who they want to see in the All-Star game. All and right. we've seen this before. It's not like this is like, man, he should. Nah, that's not what the fans want. The fans get what they want. Okay. Good for them. And you see old GOAT again. Mm-hmm. Cap. Mm. Boat getter. Yeah. 19 straight appearances starting. Mm. Not 19 straight. Now he just tied Kareem. Go past Kareem in point. Mm. Kareem uh, played in 19. Mm. This man has started 19. Mm. Give him no defense in this game. I could see LeBron going one for 10 from three. There you go. One there for you go. 10. Skip this. It's too early. It's too early. We're three weeks away from the All Star game. It's too early for that. Well, we're talking about it. Now. No, no. We, we talk about who should be. He'll do it for the fans. He'll make one for the fans. We might have missed nine. See? Since you said yep. something nasty, I was going to talk to him about entering the dunk contest. But you since were you not. Were nasty, since you were nasty about it, we ain't doing it. Wait, what is he, dunk? What's his dunk rate? 95. 95 will do the dunk contest. 95. he win it going away. Only Jar got a high okay. rating. Every, every judge would give him a what? 10. He could shoot a layup and he'd get 10. Only Jar has a higher rating of players ranked in the top 10. Okay. All right. Whatever. Do the dunk. No, no, yes. no, no, no. You're talking, crazy. You're talking reckless to us. You're Why would I do that if you did that? Now this morning. <laughs> Zion will be reevaluated in two weeks on that hammy. Guys, he just had some imaging. He's healing great. He's going to be back sooner rather than later. Mm, and he's going to be awesome know. in that all star game. <laughs> all right. Mike McCarthy, gentlemen. Will he be the Cowboys coach for the next two decades and beyond? Is that possible? Let's discuss that on the other side of the break. Okay, two decades. During his end-of-season press conference, Mike McCarthy told reporters that Jerry Jones, quote, wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. Trivia time, of course. Tom Landry, Cowboys head coach, 29 years. 
Cowboys. Shannon, jump in here. I'm assuming you don't think McCarthy's going to coach the Cowboys. Hell no. For he ain't coaching no coach 29 years. Hell, he might not coach 20 more months for the Dallas Cowboys. And if Jerry actually believed that, as soon as the kid takes over, Mike McCarthy's going to be up out of this skill, Bayless. Mm-hmm. He, man, Mike McCarthy ain't coached until no 85. Actually, the oldest was an intern, was Romeo Cornell in, uh, uh, what, 73. Mm-hmm. Skip, this is what we know about Jerry. Since he's bought the team in 1989, he fired Tom Landry. He's had eight coaches since. Jimmy Johnson lasted five seasons. Uh, Jason Garrett lasted nine seasons. Those are the only ones that's lasted longer than four seasons. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden he's going to break a trend in which he established mm-hmm. and keep Mike McCarthy for de- the better part of two decades. Get some good glasses. I just got these a couple of mm-hmm. days ago, Skip. Mm. Good prescription. They look just I don't, like your old ones. I don't, see, I don't see that happening, Skip. I don't see that happening. I, I don't either. I need some of your glasses. <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Yes. I cannot tell you how offended I am over all this. <laughs> you might be stuck with it for a while, though. I covered Coach Landry for many years. I got to know Tom Landry about as well as any media person can get to know him. I broke the story in my first Cowboy book that Jerry Jones, upon buying the Dallas Cowboys, finalizing the deal, flew his private plane to Austin to go to the golf course where Tom Landry was playing on a Saturday afternoon a round of golf, pull him off the golf course and in the sales office of said country club, it was just, they were selling homes around mm-hmm. the golf course, told him, your services are no longer needed because I'm bringing Jimmy Johnson here. And it was cold-blooded. I think Jerry thought he was trying to do the right thing by looking the man in the eyes. Right. But, but if he's joking to McCarthy about, I'm going to keep you around here as long as Tom Landry, then he's joking about Tom Landry, and it will not go over well in right. Cowboy Nation exactly. with the long-timers, with the hardcores, with the right. diehards. Because Coach Landry is still he's highly revered in re- Dallas. Revered. And... This, this whole concept of Mike McCarthy, he keeps telling the media, you guys don't get it because Jerry loves me. He says it all the time. Right. And that's, that's what these quotes are. He said, I get to talk to Jerry a lot, so I've never, ever, ever felt this job was in jeopardy. The narrative was externally generated, he's telling the media. Right. So it's you your fault, do that. right? And he said, he, he was the one who volunteered this. As far as my relationship with Jerry, just using his words, we're in an excellent spot. The partnership that we have, he's excited about it. He told me a number of times this week, a number of times this week, that he wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. It's outrageous spinning by Mike McCarthy, using Jerry as his backup. I I don't hear Jerry speak like this about Mike McCarthy, right? Let me ask you a question, Skip. Do you understand how much uh, Coach Landry won? He won three Super Bowls. He lost another three because he lost to the Colts. He lost to the to Steelers twice. Yep. So if Mike McCarthy, he probably could. But you need to get on the ball and start winning. Now he won two, right? He won. Yeah, he won two. He won two. two. Okay, he won okay, two. He but lost you're three. right. But but again, yeah. he was he, he Thomas lost. Wade Landry. Right. That's who he was. He could have easily won. I mean, uh, the Colts kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. 16-13. And then Jackie, Jackie Smith. Uh, 35 to 31. Yep. Now, 21-17 to yeah. the Steelers? Yes. Yep. Okay, I got it. The point is, this man is lucky to have this job. And it's, it's everything we talk about with the lack of hiring of black coaches. Jerry just loves him. Yeah. Like a brother. Mm-hmm. Not, not a son, but like a brother figure. You know, like they hang out. Mm-hmm. And, and Jerry weirdly loves this 
sort of odd duck that is right. Mike McCarthy, and I don't know what they're – they like to drink beer and, and eat some right. nachos yeah. on Friday afternoon. I mean, but Skip, I mean, look, Mike McCarthy is the head coach in title only. He does nothing to the head coach that normally does. Jerry addresses the team. Jerry determines when they're going to practice, what yeah. they're going to practice, the travel schedule, where they're staying, and all that yeah. other stuff. Jerry sets the itinerary for this team. And you know what angers me the most? Mike McCarthy showed no anger after that loss at San Francisco. You, you, wow, you, coming you, back. I got the job. Know, well, that, but my point to you is you played in three Super Bowls. You won all three. But yeah. if you had lost one, I know you, you would not have been a happy kid. Hell no. Hey, you, you, you would have been hard to talk to after that game for several days yeah. after that loss as you were after the Man, Jacksonville I, loss at home. Thank you. I still ain't got over it. How you get over a Super Bowl loss? Well, look how quick he got over this because he's saying, hey, media, I'm good here. Jerry loves me. Exactly. He wants me to coach for 26 yeah. more years until I'm 85 right. years of age. That's what he's telling you right here, right, right now. At no anger. And it's why the team has no fear of losing any no. of its jobs over losing no. at San Francisco. They, they know, don't care. Because, because they know he has no power. That is correct. I can just go to Jerry and tell Jerry what's going on and Jerry will fix it. Yeah. And so nothing's <laughs> going to get fixed. <laughs> I just don't. Right. We will see what next season holds, gentlemen. All right, let's talk about another disappointing situation in the NFL world. Bill Belichick, do you guys think he's to blame for the Patriots' lack of postseason success lately? Let's jump into that when we come back. In the three seasons without Tom Brady, the Patriots are 0-1 in playoff games. However, in 18 seasons with Brady when he was healthy and the starting quarterback, the team made 13 AFC title games. The Boston Herald has a report headlined, quote, inside the most dysfunctional Patriots season under Bill Belichick. To sum it up with one line from the article, quote, in the words of another source, I love Coach Belichick, but he bleeped us. Shannon, how much is Bill Belichick to blame? All of it. He's to blame for not hiring an offensive coordinator. Instead, he's seated play calling the two guys that have never called offensive plays before. So why put position, people in position they aren't qualified to be in, Skip? So therefore, you can't be surprised by the results that you got. You know, some people be disappointed by the results that they get for the work they didn't do. Mm. Well, why would you put somebody that's not qualified to be in that position and then get surprised that your offense take a step back? <laughs> You did that. You wanted to shop for all the groceries. You shop for all the groceries. All the ingredients that go into the dish that's going to be made, Coach Belichick bought it. He made it. Who else else we going to put the blame on? Everybody knew but Matt Patricia and Joe Judge was not qualified to do anything on the offensive side of the football. Mm. It didn't matter what they thought. Only Coach Belichick mattered. And I knew what it was going to be a disaster from the jump. So he blames, he bears culpability. Mm-hmm. I gave him a lion's share of the credit, Skip, because I believe he put it all together, you know, from personnel to the coaching staff. So I said, well, he deserves a lot of the credit, most of the credit. He did this. Mm. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> He's getting exposed without Tom Brady. Yeah. That stat that Jen just threw out there, 13 of Brady's healthy 18 seasons as a starter for the Patriots, they went to the AFC Championship game. That's, that's pretty great. Yeah. It was damn near a foregone conclusion. <laughs> now look at them. 
And by the <laughs> yeah. way, I highly recommend this bombshell story in the Boston Herald because it's just chock full of anecdotes where you just sit back and say, God, th- th- this was a mess. Yeah. This did turn into a clown show right. under the great Bill Belichick. In the mere fact that he had the audacity to say, watch what I can do. I'm going to take a former defensive coordinator and I'm going to make him the play caller, although I still believe Belichick sort of oversaw the play calling because he wanted to get his hand in the offense. And I'm going to take a former special teams coach. I'm going to make him the quarterback coach. And by the way, the story points out that he and Mac Jones with Joe Judge and Mac Jones just did not click at all that, that they were at each other's throat from at day Daniel one. Jones, he should have called hey, well Mac Jones should have called Daniel that's Jones. A good one. Y'all cousins or something. That's a good one. For, hey man what you think about Joe Judge? Sure, and he'd he hung the phone up and that gave him every indication that he knows he was in trouble. Yeah. So what what were you thinking to even start with this? I told you I in the end I'm not the biggest Mac Jones fan. I felt sorry for him. There, there's no way he could succeed in no, flourish no. under this. And then the former players get were upset at Mac Jones, talk about, but man, you need to blah blah blah. Whoa, yeah. wait a minute. Yep. Y'all didn't have no receiver coach calling defenses. Okay. Robert Kraft has a mounting and maybe insurmountable problem. At some point, he's going to have to cut bait with Bill Belichick. If it's Ooh, going to keep yeah. going in this direction, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting closer and closer to you need to start over. I think he wants to break that record. I think he wants to break Coach Shula's yeah. record, and then I think he'll step down. And that's, the, that's what you have happen because, Skip, remember with the Steelers, they gave Chuck Noll the ability to step down. They did. Uh, Jerry Jones did not give Coach Landry. He did not. Uh, Coach Shula got that latitude when he was in Miami. He did. I think some coaches, like a Coach Kate, like a Coach uh, Smith at North Carolina, uh, uh, Coach Summit, some, some yeah, yeah Skip, you know, you just give them, you're like, yeah, damn, we've fallen on some hard years, but you know what? You've done such great things. We're going to give you the ability. But please don't stay too long. Yeah. So maybe they have to ride it out before he rides into yeah. the sunset. How many, ga- how, many, how many more games does he need to pass Coach Shula? Sure. Because I think, Skip, I think that's where this is headed. Yeah, I, I, I don't, right. I don't, I'm, if I'm looking at the horizon, if I'm Mr. Kraft, I'm looking on the horizon, I don't see Super Bowls in my near future. Okay. I'm not the biggest Bill O'Brien fan either. So oh, I'm, I'm not sure he fixed the problem here. He just happens to be a guy that's called plays before. But, but he's a disciple. Yeah, but Skip right? is like, oh, man, we got Bill O'Brien. Oh, yeah. He come out better than Cliff Kingsbury. I think yeah. that would have galvanized, I think, the, the fan base. At I, least I he agree. knows offense. He does. And, he and Coach Belichick can still oversee everything. I, I would agree with that. And he did, for a cup of coffee for a moment, he played for New England. Right, right? yes. But, but, uh, but they said he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. He ain't returning calls. Well, I got a contract extension at the beginning of the year. I'm good. Well, he's As a good matter of fact, I might stay in Thailand for the whole year. He might because he's got, what, three years left? Yes. Okay, he's good to go. Belichick, not good to go. No. I- I'm not sure this is heading anywhere but down. He's probably 20 games. I can see him play. I see him coaching this year, this upcoming season, 2023, yeah. and 2024, and he walks away. Boy, that's a long wait to get to through 24. Skip, you want, Skip I, mean, I, mean, I mean, he's like 20-something games, I think, from Coach Shula. Yeah, okay. Well, good luck with that. He needs 31 games to pass 31. him, guys. Oh, man, he got to coach a lot. He got to coach about three, four more years, Skip. He ain't winning, he ain't winning no 31 <laughs> games in no two years. That All right, ain't happening. I hate to interrupt, but we got to go because we still need to talk LeBron, AD, and the Lakers. How are they going to look versus the Celtics good. tomorrow? That's next here on Undisputed. All right, LeBron and the 
Lakers kick off a five-game road trip tomorrow when they face off against the Celtics. Shannon, who wins this one tomorrow? Two of your favorites. I'm going to go to Ghost. Golden uh, 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 and, and AD. AD gets back, in the, get, gets back in the swing of things. Yep. Uh, he's a little rusty. You expected that of a guy that's missed 20 straight mm-hmm. games. But I think he has his legs back on him a little better, and I think he plays even better than he played against the Spurs. LeBron gets back on track, shoots a high percentage, and I think they want a close ball. Mm. Bron got this. Yeah. That's what I think. He should come out at Boston tomorrow night wearing a 98 jersey. There you go. Well, why not? Wear a 98 because you are number 98 now, right? Man, there you go. Isn't that your two characters? You ain't going to die. You ain't going to let no. this go. Well, well th- th- he should have this. AD should have this. You've even got Hachimura. You, you got Man, stop saying Hachimura. I, I love Hachimura. <laughs> the, the point is, you guys are a little better than Boston is playing right now. They yeah. just lost to the Knicks. They've lost twice at home right. to Orlando. How many monster games has Braun had at Boston? Yeah. The greatest game I ever saw him play was that game two that year. Going all well, you remember back. his last year in Cleveland. Yeah. He single-handedly got that team there, and they won in seven games, and that game seven on the road, Skip. Yeah. He had a monster game. Okay. All right, here we go again. Yeah. I got the Lakers. You got the Lakers? Yep. Yeah. I got the Lakers, too. Old number Great 98. show, gentlemen. <laughs> it is a jam-packed weekend of sporting events. We hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday morning. 